or Greg Carrasco. Kick it. Whoa, it's the Greg Carrasco Show. Get this party on the road. How fast can this right go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guests from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. What? Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. The show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host. Greg Carrasco. Christmas edition of the Carrasco Show. Slackers. Yes, we're here working on Christmas. We're here, we're live. I decided to drag all my people. We dragged all my people to work on the 24th of December. How does that feel, Nick? Hey, it feels good, Greg. You know, I, I love doing the show. So whether it's Christmas, New Year's, whatever, I'm just happy to be here. Hey, thank you, oh, Nick, for that's, showing up. That's, that's nice. Yeah, thank oh, you. You're thank welcome. You. Thank you're you welcome. for not taking the day off. I, I know I made all your lives better this morning. <laughs> <laughs> Cack. <laughs> oh, oh, no. That's it. should have been that kind of a show. Can you? <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome, Nick. You're welcome. Oh, oh, my God. Boys, this is supposed to be <laughs> the Christmas special. Oh. Can you explain? what the acronym means so people know that people who follow the so show so it's the governing party in Quebec <laughs> that, that <laughs> this is going to be a weekly thing he's going to have to explain oh, no. every show from here so, on out what so, CAC is yeah so CAC means in English it means the coalition for the future of Quebec which no it sounds better when you're saying it in French CAC okay, <laughs> okay in French it's uh, co coalition pour l'avenir du Québec. Look that's at what, that. Eh? That's, a, that's a mouthful right there. Coalition. That's a mouthful of what? No, you have to repeat that. Coalition, <laughs> coalition l'avenir du Québec. Hey, not bad, not bad. It's good. Yeah, don't look at me. I'm not doing that. Hey, come on, man. Hey, wrong guy. Hey, wrong guy. Speak a little French. Hey, Nick. Didn't... Money, Mike. You want to go? <laughs> I'll speak French. <laughs> Nick, we talked about this, I think. When I was in Montreal, I was speaking some French there, and I got some some thumbs up. Hey, did, yeah. I, I think we did talk about it. Yeah, okay, you guys are boring me already. I don't oh, come on, Greg. Yeah, you, you, this is boring. You're, you're being a Scrooge right now. <laughs> sure. I'll, I'll do that. No problem. Uh, I, I decided to invite 
uh, one of our the best friends of the show, uh, Money Mike. But today is is Mike, my friend, that is going to be joining us on, in the studio. Um, it's good to have you here. You know, just to talk nonsense for the next three hours. It's great to be here. I took the financial planner hat on, put put on the jeans, ready to go cash. <laughs> you took it off. Took it. Took it off. <laughs> yeah, took it off. That's it. You know, I. I we, money asked me who somebody asked me how did it go and you you went to Dallas no Dallas or Texas Texas, Texas. went to Texas I was in Austin yeah and how was that weather wasn't great but the <laughs> the trip was fantastic Austin's a is a fantastic nightlife city yeah pretty boring normal big city during the day but uh, like Toronto yeah but the 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 nightlife the uh, the bar scene the live music. Everything was fantastic. Took a, a little jaunt over to San Antonio one of the days. Got to see the Alamo. Oh yeah, yeah. Got on the River Walk. It was yeah. That was that was cool. Did you you know Did you run onto any uh, one of the thousands and thousands of uh, illegal immigrants that are just you know sipping into the United States through uh, that side of the world? No, you know, not that I know of. But they, you know, if they were there, they didn't really identify themselves that way. So oh, yeah. hard to hard to pick. Them what up. happens if somebody just breaks through the border and they identify themselves as an American right away? Are they really illegal immigrants? I just don't know. I'm, I'm sure that's not how it works. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just taking a wild Listen, guess. I wild identify guess. myself as an American citizen. Yeah. Uh, I can. Uh, how I can, do you identify yourself as an American citizen? I can feel it. I, oh, I feel it. Yes. in the feeling. Oh, in my feel feel. I don't think ice goes by feeling. <laughs> no, no, think, yeah. you know what? He, he got a tattoo of the American flag, and now he's American. Oh, no, 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 no. That's a stretch. You see. You know, always Nick trying to one-up me here. He's, he's just, some things don't change. Folks, if you are just tuning in, you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. We're supposed to be Canada's largest automotive radio show, but we talk about everything else. Uh, the show is brought to you every single week by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, uh, who, by the way, gave, gave away a set of AirPods. Um, I think it's Steve came by the the dealership uh, this week. You know, it was wonderful to meet Steve. Uh, we had a lovely chat, um, but uh, he is a slacker. He was supposed to bring me a coffee, and he showed up empty-handed. Not good. Not that's not great. Steve, come yeah. on. It seems like yeah. a fair trade to a coffee for a set of AirPods. No kidding. Yeah. No kidding. But listen, you know, you you can't uh, you can't pay for that sort of thing. You can't uh, you know you can't force uh, you know that sort of um, niceness. You know niceties just to show up with a cup of coffee. We love you, Steve. I know you've been listening for some time. Um, also, I want to send a big shout out to the Octa BJJ crew. That uh, you know, last night um, I I debated whether to shut down the school, and I didn't. Uh, I figure you know, common sense should prevail, and whoever wants to come, they'll come. But if they if they want to come and be hardcore, the school will be open, and uh, and it ended up being such a wonderful family event. I mean, a bunch of families came and they stayed behind with the little ones, and uh, we ended up rolling for almost two hours last night. It was uh, it was unbelievable. Uh, the support that we've received from the Oakville and Mississauga community for you know my two uh, jujitsu schools has been phenomenal. My partner Luis and I, and my partner Dave and Toma uh, from the Mississauga location. Are we are forever grateful of the support that um, we've received from the community, and it was great last night. So thank you. Um, this morning, uh, I mean today, we are going to do 
a Christmas special. We're going to talk about all sorts of different um, Christmas-related things. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to give some things away. I think that um, um, we're going to – the best phone call of the day is going to get another set of AirPods. Um, I think that uh, if you have something to say, call us, 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. And um, we, it's a set of AirPods that we're going to give. Uh, also, I have some VIP movie passes, you know, because apparently right now going to the movies is like a million dollars. Just Which movie? Huh? Which movie? What do you mean, which movie? It, it, is it a oh, movie pass? Okay. You yeah, you can go and use them whenever you want. I was expecting you to plug Avatar 2 again. This <laughs> no, guy's I been wasn't. talking all no, week nonstop. Man. Have you seen Avatar 2? Guys. Have you seen Avatar 2? Like, no, guys. I haven't. No, I mean, uh, did you hear what James Cameron said, Mike? <laughs> no. You know, James Cameron went in a press conference and he said that uh, uh, that testosterone was a toxin and that every male should be a, a cleanse of testosterone because it's evil. And, uh, you know, he... Just watch he, Avatar 2. Your testosterone levels will drop itself naturally. <laughs> like, let's be real. Yeah? Yeah. I'm, <laughs> I'll, be straight, I'll be straight yeah, with that's you. That's why he wanted to watch it. <laughs> I, okay, I set myself up for that one. Hey, Jacob, no. Mute. No. <laughs> no, like like with me, I might have to, you know. Will my beard fall off? I mean, you know, will, will, will my beard would not come out as strong as that was going to happen? Yeah, basically. The hair on my chest is going to just fall just off. Just fall off. Yes. <laughs> that's great. You might just I'm, sit there and just kind of like peel your skin off. Like, why crazy. am I sitting here wasting three hours of my life? I probably wouldn't. But, uh, you know, if I have to get... Uh, how that movie is going to go and I, I can just think of the latest Thor movie mm. and uh, and I think of the embarrassment how how uh, we are slowly slowly eroding anything that was cool it's not cool anymore did you watch the new one? the new Thor movie? yeah yeah, yeah. I, and I don't know how they missed so badly for a franchise that that could couldn't seem to put out a movie that wasn't amazing I mean you take C-list characters, Black Panther, who was never a big deal until they made him a big deal, Ant-Man, for crying out loud, Guardians of the Galaxy, and they made amazing movies out of every single one of them. Best numbers out of everyone, yeah. No bad movie, and then they come out with Thor, Love and Thunder. Yeah. That was was odd. I I was watching it in a plane, and... uh, I, I think that, you know, my anticipation, because uh, the, the last Thor movie, uh, was it uh, Ragnarok, I yeah. think it was? Yeah. It was probably one of the funniest and coolest movies of the entire series. I laughed a lot, and there was a lot of joke in that movie. There was. Yeah, there was a lot of humor. And I appreciate that. I mean, uh, I, I, I really enjoy that flick. This one, every moment that I watched it, I was like, Are you serious? Like, Mm-hmm. Really? Yeah. I know that yeah. this is about the God of Thunder that, you know, swings a hammer and flies and gives you laser, you know, eye beams and whatever it is it's like he does. <laughs> Who knows? <laughs> but, you know, even <laughs> as incredible as that is in the premise to begin with, sure. what they came up with was like, come on, guys. Like, really? Nobody vets these things, takes yeah. a look at the script and goes, uh, yeah, are we sure not, about that? Maybe, maybe we shouldn't make... Thor looked like that much of a simp. I don't know. You know, he's supposed to be... Is he the strongest one? Like, of, of all the Avengers? If you ask him, he says he is. Of yeah. course he is. Of course. <laughs> but isn't... I mean, in... Uh, that was the running gag. I don't, I don't know. Between him and Hulk, who's the strongest? Hulk can't fly. Uh, Definitely no. has the cool factor yeah. over Yeah, Hulk and I don't think way. he can lift a hammer. He cannot lift the hand. You see, there he goes. So you see, that's strong. Oh, what's know. his name? Uh, 
Captain America did. Oh, he does it. Yeah, but he's that's not based on strength. That's based on worthiness. Yeah, you know, is a. (laughs) But that's uh, a whole other. You see, if you if Thor comes up to Captain America and says, um, "Do you think you are worthy of lifting my hammer?" It doesn't sound good. But anyways, <laughs> let's let's move on. We Stop. are going to take a short break. Uh, the phone lines are open. We're going to talk Christmas stuff all day. You know, please don't mind the Thor conversation. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. If you have something to say about Christmas, talk to us. You know, what did you learn? Your worst Christmas present. Is it okay to give money as a present or is it a cop-out? Call us. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. We'll be right back. Across the street, it's the cars that have to look both ways. <laughs> I'm Chuck Norris, and you're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, Greg, Mike Robitaille here. We hear you loud and clear all the way down to Buffalo. And if you can hear my voice, you're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. Do you like Elvis, Mike? No. What? Are you serious? Oh, you like do you like the Beatles? <laughs> sure. Sure. Which one is one of your your favorites from from the classic? Like you know, the Doors, you know, Zeppelin, Stones. I don't know. Beatles. I was I was raised in a hard rock uh, childhood, so I grew up listening to Iron Maiden and. Uh, I was about to say Def Leppard. <laughs> yeah, that was really hard. What rock. I meant to say was Judas Priest and uh, and and that ilk. So really, eh? yeah. But I, I appreciate all types of music. I, I wouldn't call myself a Beatles fan, but I could pick out a bunch of songs. Oh, I like that one. So is Iron Maiden one of your favorite bands of all time? Oh, it just it you know brings me back to my childhood. So really? I've a lot of fond memories. The the album covers still works of art that I would uh, I'd hang on my wall. Yeah, I remember uh, I was about 15 years old and I had all the clippings and cutouts of newspapers and magazines and I just plastered my whole room. It was just photos of yeah. bands. But I was more into the new wave thing, you know, and from, from England, Duran Duran. Oh, I was going to say like New Order. and yeah, New uh, Order. That surprises yeah. me though because of how much you like like Metallica. Like yeah, you're a hard rock guy. Yeah, so that's kind of New Wave was kind of the opposite of yes, that. Yes, but hold on. Hold on. You see, the, the, I have always had 
a very eclectic music taste. I can I could listen to Vivaldi while I was listening to Metallica the next hour. But you see, there were two things that I did in public. I would you know be a new wave guy. This is what we were listening to. Go to house parties and listen, dance to that stuff. But when I got home in my room. I would be playing Slayer and Metallica and those guys, Anthrax and and what Megadeth. Uh, that was uh, that was my jam. But Metallica was uh, Metallica still is my absolute favorite band. There is no nice. actually. I think that they're the best band that ever lived. Um, nice, even bigger than the Beatles. They would agree. They would agree. Metallica. Yeah, oh, yeah. oh yeah, for sure. I think that Metallica is better than the Stones. I challenge anyone to debate this on air. I think we, we might get some callers, you know, uh, challenging that. <laughs> the thing is, you can't really debate it because it's different types of music, right? No, it, it's it, it's it apples and oranges. Yeah. 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 Well, I think that you can. I, you know, from a, from an artistic, you know, ability, from a lyric content, lyrical content, uh, the, the lyrics of Metallica songs is just unreal. And I don't know. If, well, one, oh one thing, one opinion I got on the Stones is that they stuck around too long. You know, they did about like what, like five like farewell tours, and that, you know, at the end. It's just like, I think sometimes you, as an artist or a band, you got to know when to walk away. Dude, but if and people keep giving you money, why would you stop? No, I mean, look, if people want to keep paying for it, then that, that's great. But at the same time, if you want to, you know, keep yourself at a certain standard and, you know, you're older and you know that you can't deliver in the way you used to, it depends. Do you but prefer- Do you really think that they actually sing when they go on stage? They just well, play- no, Not anymore. No. Oh, no, sure they do. I'll I tell you what. And- what I I would respect the fact that they're still out there doing it. Yeah. They're not creating anything new. They're they're just playing their old stuff. But one of the one of the best concerts that I I backdoored my way into didn't even realize I was going to be watching it. Uh-huh. I was in Vancouver half a dozen years ago at a corporate gig, mm-hmm. and they hired some band to play. I mean, you know, it, it's a room full of suits, mm-hmm. and you think, wow, this thing's going to be lame. We're like, when can we go to the casino? Yeah. You know, we'll stay for, for a couple songs, eat a little bit of food, get seen by the big wigs. Out the door we go. They bring on this band called the World Classic Rockers. Okay. If that doesn't sound the lamest thing you've ever it heard is, in your it life. It is quite lame. And it had all original members. Of? From Leonard Skinnerd, Boston, um, Journey. I'm pretty sure Journey. I, I can't even remember. There was like five different bands. Yeah. And every single makeup, they had like 12 members, but in every case they had, I can't speak to Leonard Skinner, but they had the lead singer. Okay. So they have guitarists from these bands. Every, these it was band, a super band. Yeah. Every time they're playing a song, it's like the original vocalist playing the song. And like, they would start playing something like, oh, I love this song. Okay. We'll listen to one more song. And then the next one would go, oh my God, this is amazing. Now these are guys probably got paid 25 grand. To come and play to a bunch of suits where they're used to playing to 40,000, 50,000 stadiums. Yeah. But they're still doing it. Yeah. They're still playing their music. People are walking up on stage doing selfies with the band in the background. You couldn't get that close to them back in the day. No, but they're no. still playing it. They're playing it pure. They sound fantastic. But you see, in typical Nick fashion, he's hating on old people, right? And yeah. uh, in, he, he look at it this way, <laughs> He'll be Nick. There someday. Yeah, look at it, look at it this way. <laughs> If I if in my seventies I still have the drive 
or the will, if you you know, if you will, no pun intended, um, to be out on a stage just trying to make it happen. Still, that's a life well lived, man. That's oh, that's I, that's a badass. Hey, you know? hey, I'm not disputing that. You know, and I, I think there still are some artists out there who are like older and they still got it. Hey, and then more power to them. I'm just saying, some artists worry like. You know, they know themselves. I mean, the, people are either people are going to tell them or they're going to realize when they know that they can't deliver the way they used to. If they still want to perform, then that's their right. But I'm thinking, like, how do you want to be remembered? You know, do you want to be remembered as the, you know, the, the has been who can't do it anymore? Or do you want to be remembered as someone who, you know, went out, uh, you know, in a, like in a glorious way and, you know, w- w- you know, went out into the sunset? Yeah. You, you're you're in bad crack Nick, this Nick's, morning. Nick's, yeah. Nick's, you know, Nick's he, the type to, uh, well, as soon as an artist turns over 30, yeah, so, just out of his Spotify, out of listen, his Apple I, Music. I, I, just, listen, I know, I know the shtick here. I know, like, everyone wants to unite, unite against no, me. No, it's just like what you're saying doesn't uh, make a lot of it's, sense. It's, it's the same it's, thing like saying, no, okay, LeBron James should step down right now because it's at the top of his career. Well, no, no, he's if he's at, no, he's he's still really good, so he shouldn't step down, you know. But yeah, but, but he's not at the but, top of his career. No, no, but but look, there's an example right there. Professional athletes yes. when they can't do it anymore, they retire. I think that you should just try to get you know stupid people to give you money as long as you can. <laughs> Nick, I think your point is more for like making new music because I think it's yeah. pretty. It's it's hard when you're past. I don't know, 50 to, to continue making new records that can compete at the same level as your older music. But if you're touring, you know, I saw Ringo Starr and the All-Star Band a few months ago. And, you know, they're not obviously as good as performing as they were back in their heyday, but it's still fun. And if people still enjoy watching it and they're still enjoying performing, you know, why, why not? You know, hold on a second. Do you um, have anything to do with vinyls? Do you, because I know you collect comics, right? I do. Yeah. I do. do you collect vinyls at all? No, no. That's not that's not your thing. No. Oh, okay. So it wouldn't mean anything to you. Uh, okay. So here I want to put this topic of conversation uh, on the table here for all of you uh, during this Christmas weekend. Um, because... I have a lot of um, thoughts on it, and uh, I, I want to share. I, I want to know what's what you guys think. Um, presents, like mm. Christmas presents. Yep. All right. The um, do you think that giving money, just an envelope with a check, is a cop out? Because a lot of things, you know, over the years, and I mean, I was never really exposed to this, you know, Canadiana, if you will, that uh, you wake up and there is a giant sock full of stuff inside and then you open up, you know, 20 little, little tiny presents and then you go downstairs and there is another, I don't know, whatever many presents you get in that year. And then it just turns into a massive amount of waste, because you can never really guess everything that somebody wants mm-hmm. and you buy things for the sake of showing for, of not showing up empty-handed i still remember the only thing that i ever really appreciated on christmas morning was an orange that was inside the stocking that was like my favorite part of the stocking but everything else gloves and hats and you know lip balm whatever it is that you people put in the stocking it was just like what am i gonna do with this i have so much stuff i don't want any more stuff now if somebody gave me a check even if it was 50 dollars, okay right of all the stuff that they didn't buy and they say here you know get what you want i would immediately load it up onto my starbucks card because that's what I actually enjoy. 
What do you think in relation to presence? Do you think that we are overdoing it? Do you think that we are doing the most these days? Do you think that people are going absolutely nuts in spending their way into happiness to try to make a Christmas a special moment, but based on the presence that we give as opposed to the presence that we have, you know, the presence of, to be there? You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Do you think the money's a cop-out, Mike? I think Christmas has changed. I think money has been become a, a suitable replacement simply because we're no longer in a place where we need the gifts that other people, you know, we, we, I, I just had this conversation with my wife. You know, I grew up and I'm not going to compare to, to your upbringing, yeah. um, but we didn't have a lot. Yeah. You know, single income family. My dad made like 28 grand a year raising a couple of boys, you know, paying off the house. We didn't realize we didn't have anything, but we didn't have a lot. Mm -hmm. And so when, when Christmas came around, that was the time you got stuff. Okay. And it made Christmas pretty special. Now, if we need something, we go out and get it. For like kids like adults. Yeah. Well, yeah. <laughs> but, but I mean, we have the money to do it. If our kids want or need something, we go out and get it. So... Christmas rolls around in our house. There's no big wish list of things we've been holding off all year to get. So I don't know. Is money a, a cop out? I mean, an absence of what buying buying gifts for the sake of buying them. If we don't need anything, it, it's, it's just it's a nice gesture. People are people have romanticized opening presents. Yeah, they have romanticized. Now I understand. I'm talking I, people. I'm not talking children. You know, with kids. You know, the kids like doing that the stuff. That's what Christmas is about, kids. Yeah, absolutely. It, at well, the same time, I, I I don't know. At the same time, I got to disagree with you guys because yeah. at the same sense, it's like like my parents are immigrants, right? Um, no, yeah, really? No, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I would yeah. have never guessed. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. That's cool. But um, yeah, most of the time, like. At my age right now, my dad used to tell me, hey, dude, I was paying a mortgage. I had two kids. What at you your do? age? Yeah, at my age. age yeah. Right? Yeah. And he's like, hey, what are you doing with yourself? And aside from anything, even beyond that, growing up, it was even my mom and my dad both used to say, we're, we're trying to give you things or let you experience life on things that we missed out. So I'd say for for you to say that we've kind of thought as Christmas as a materialistic kind of time of the year. Yeah. I agree and disagree because at the same time, you're giving something to your kids that you felt that you missed out on and you're trying to give them that perfect childhood. So in the future... And that's how we ruin our kids. 100% yeah. agreed. 100% yep. agreed to a point where, well, like you said previously, there's just too many gifts. Like well, a kid comes down, he's got 20 gifts downstairs and it's like, okay, for what reason? I, I, I don't get it. And same thing, same thing like with Mike. It was once a year type thing. Okay, um, my first console I ever got, like a gaming console. When was it? During Christmas time. I only got the console. I didn't get any games. Yeah. Like I just used to just sit there, turn the console on, watch the PlayStation stars show up, and then turn it back off and then turn it on again. Nah, it, what about you, Jacob? What, do you, what are your thoughts on this? Yeah, I mean, I think I look at it a bit differently considering i don't really celebrate christmas uh i would say yeah the few years that i have had something to do with it i think i've i've appreciated to me i think christmas is more about it's a, it's a lot about spending time with uh with the people that you do love and i think because of that i think versus putting a monetary price on a gift and judging what you receive and what you give based off of that i just think it's important to get something that matters to someone so you know whether that's 
creating something on your own, uh, like a uh, do-it-yourself gift, just giving something to people that matters. uh, For me, I think is what matters the most at this time of the year. Well, you know, the way that I look at it when when it comes to money is this. I will never be able to guess 100% what somebody wants for Christmas. Like, I'm sorry, man. I don't. And I also don't want to think that hard. I, I spend my entire year thinking as, as hard as I can squeeze my thoughts out of my brain. When it comes to Christmas, I look at it this way. When I get paid for working, I'm essentially doing a, it's a transaction. I'm selling my life for X number of dollars. So those dollars represent my life. I'm selling it, mm-hmm. you know. And when I give, when yeah, when I give people money, I'm giving them a piece of my life. I had to work X number of days, X number of weeks in order for me to acquire this monetary exchange. And when I give you money, I'm giving you my life because that's what ultimately comes down yeah, to. Yeah, but me. then by that logic, I mean you just said it's like a transaction, right? Someone mm-hmm. pays you to work. So if you give someone just pass along that money to someone else, isn't that the same thing? Isn't that basically just a, tra- a a transaction versus, you know, giving a gift I think is a bit more there's a bit more of an emotional can maybe not emotional it's not the right word, but a bit more of a personal feel to it versus just a transaction what how would give somebody money as a present become a transaction i that's the part that i miss sorry sorry to cut you off i wouldn't say it's more of a transaction i'd say like it's more of a uh genuine kind of thing like hey you you took the time out of the day put some thought into what i would like rather than just saying yeah bro here's the here's a 20 go go buy it no, that's, that's what i think too like i think it has to make sense for the person you know you have to actually go with what the person you know wants or needs or what's going to make the person happy in that situation if that's you know some money some cash then then great if it's an actual like object or something that they've been wanting or whatever then that's great too you have to go with, with what the person actually wants i mean i'll give you an example you know this wasn't at christmas but still um when my parents got married um you know like there's always wedding gifts right yeah my parents asked everyone if they if they said forget the gifts can you give us checks instead because they wanted to you know make sure, like they weren't very rich at the time and they wanted to make sure that they had enough money to afford their honeymoon mm-hmm. you know they, they wanted to go to california so it, i think you have to do what you have to like respect what the person wants and needs at the time you know and and think okay it's not what i want to to give them it's what they need and what's going to make them happy at the time yeah, yeah but who knows best what they need but the people that you are giving the money to a lamborghini because yeah. they will never tell you for example if somebody will never tell you you know i need money for groceries they yeah. will never say it. Or I need money for gas. Like, I'm broke. But but sometimes if you're close enough to the person, you can maybe get a sense mm, of it. You know? Yeah, but I, you, don't want, you don't want to put people in that position. Mm-hmm. In this you day know, and age, wish, nobody yeah, wants no, to tell you what's no, in the pocket. No. No. It's the same thing. You know, that's, that's a social media thing, right? No one puts posts a bad day on Instagram. They just don't. Yeah. Uh, but I don't, uh, you know, somebody that is in need will never tell you. Especially like, at this time of the year, right? Yeah, they I won't. Mean, you, I like that you said it's been romanticized a bit, the idea of opening presents. Sometimes you don't know what you need. You know, if you need money, you're not going to. Yeah, that's a good point. Tell me one person that you know, I mean, obviously within a reasonable social circle that doesn't, that couldn't use money. Man. I'm usable everywhere. Yeah, but I think, I think there's a place for both gifts, as you said. The money side of thing hopefully is appreciated and, and that 
end user can put it to the best use for them. But still, the person that knows you well enough, yeah, that's paying attention to you all year and says, "I know you would you would really enjoy this." Yeah, those are those are still the gifts that I remember the most. You know, the the thought that my wife puts into giving gifts, Christmas birthdays, whatever. It's because she's paying attention to the little details. Yeah. I and I, I have not given my wife a Christmas list for years. And the stuff she comes up to, I mean, I think there's a little bit of pressure there to, to, to always come up with a thoughtful gift. But she does because she's paying attention. And I appreciate that stuff. I, I hope that the people who are, are receiving money also appreciate, as you said, the time it took to, uh, to earn it. go out in the world and earn it and, and share it with them to give them the option to do with what they will. I think there's there's value in both. Yeah, I, 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 I don't get me wrong. I don't uh, I don't disagree with the the romantic the romantic aspect of opening up a present. And it's like, oh, my God, this is so cool. Yeah, I get it. But. Yeah. I want to know what the callers think. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. We're talking about whether money, giving money is a cop-out. Is it or not? Are we, are we giving too much? Uh, I do see too many presents, too many bags filled with wrapping paper. Yes, sir. Yeah, the callers can also ask if you'd rather get money or money over here, the guy in the studio, because he's available hey. too. <laughs> the show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. And before you make any car buying decisions, actually, you know, let's not sell car this uh, this this Christmas. You know, from the people at Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity, we wish you all a Merry Christmas. Yes, money. Sorry, when we come back, I actually have to pick your brain. There's a rumor I heard about the car industry. Okay. There are all kinds Ooh. of rumors. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. <laughs> You're a bad banana with a greasy black peel. You're a monster, Mr. Grinch. Your heart's an empty. What's up, everybody? This is Randy Couture. And if I'm not beating people up, I'm listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Give it a listen. Take care. Hi, I'm Hansel Grace, and I'm here to let you know that if you want to be my friend, you got to be choked first. <laughs> Otherwise, there's no friendship between us. And you are watching the Greg Kahashu Show. Don't miss it and don't blink it. If you're just tuning in, you're listening to the Christmas show for Carrasco here and the crew, uh, Money Mike, that's with us in the studio for three hours today, just talking life, talking Christmas, talking presents. I do want to know what you think, though. Do you think that giving money for Christmas is a cop-out? Do you think that it's lazy? Although the, the very definition of giving money for Christmas is not a lazy thing, unless you want it, then that is a very, very small portion of us. 
of you. <laughs> no, I don't think I've ever won anything. Maybe ten bucks at six forty nine. <laughs> maybe, maybe two eight nine two seven five ninety six hundred is the phone number. Two eight nine two seven five ninety six hundred is the phone number. You know what I have a tough time dealing with, uh, Mike? Is stuff when people give me stuff. Like I don't, I don't want any more stuff. Is, is Anybody it, that knows me understand that I don't like anything on my counters. Is, yeah, is it because you like you don't know where to put it? I mean, no, it's just like you know, just because you know it's cool to you, it doesn't mean that it's cool to me. And I know it's gonna that, sound really mean, but no, I don't have a place to hang things on the wall. Yeah. You know, that's a very specific, special thing that is so individual yeah. that is just because it's your taste and you think that is romantic or whatever, it doesn't mean that it is. You know, I, I, I refuse to take more things. In fact, my kids get so annoyed with me because every time they ask me, what do you want for Christmas, Dad? The only thing I want is their time. Yeah. Come and spend time with your old man. Come and spend time with your old man. But, you know, they don't, they don't listen. They, they don't yeah. listen ever. Do you um do your kids give you a Christmas list every year? Are, no, no, my kids don't, and um, my kids don't enjoy Christmas uh, very much because they, they don't want for anything. So opening up gifts under the Christmas tree, um, you know, they don't get excited about it. I think they 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 like Christmas time because like it's said, time off, yeah, time, time off, time with the family. Um, you know, a lot, lot of good food to eat around the holidays. Oh, yeah, yeah. But uh, the gift giving part, you know, it's. I, I think it's all myself, our generation, trying to relive our own childhood. It was a magical time when we were kids. We're trying to recreate that for ours, and our kids are a little bit different now. Yeah, I, I guess I can see that. But I, I, I never liked Christmas, man. I, I'm no. not going to lie. No, no, it was just terrible. But uh, I think as I'm, as I'm getting older now. Last, you know, last year was probably one of the worst Christmas that I ever had. And uh, this year is going to be almost the complete opposite, which is fascinating. Um, I, I think a lot of it has to do with mindset. Who do we have on the line here? Uh, we don't know this person's name, but this person wants to talk about a Christmas gift that money can't buy. Oh, boy. Here we go. <laughs> Thank you for calling the Carrasco Show. How can I make your life better this morning? Caller? We don't know your name. Hello. Hi, how are you? Uh, hi, Greg. It's me. Uh, is, who is me? Who is me? <laughs> That's me. That's me. Oh, anonymous. Uh, well, you want to know this is one anonymous. of my names? I'm willing, I'm willing to share with you. You know, my plan was actually yesterday to uh, call Richard's uh, show uh, with those ideas, but uh, at least to reveal one of my names. And uh, when I tried to call, it was, I guess, uh, they already were out of time and that was like, but I thought, okay, Greg is going to be there tomorrow because you were talking to him. And I thought, okay, I, I do like Greg as well. Well, well guys, th thank, uh, thank you. Good presents for Christmas. I feel like a Santa Claus of sorts. So I have some presents for you <laughs> and for everyone else. Uh, what I'm talking about, gifts that money cannot buy, you know. As a time traveler, maybe I can say that we all will, be, if we look far enough, we will eventually get uh, to get old and sick and maybe ugly and uh, some people will get broke. And uh, that is when we really become wiser and more like, um, you know, realistic, so to say, and understand, uh, you know, what, what, what we want for Christmas, you know. What do you think people want for Christmas when they are there or people who are homeless who are killed by those uh, girls? What would they... 
want for Christmas in their condition. I, 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 I don't know, man. Them. I don't know what homeless people want for Christmas. A home? I don't know. Well, I'm just saying that some people are not uh, like, uh, you know, some people, uh, some. Uh, I think the best gift for Christmas uh, eventually becomes uh, that money cannot buy. That's what I like to talk about. Cack. Okay. You know what it is? The, uh, you know what it is? What is it? What, what is it? Well, uh, let me tell you like this. If I'm old, sick, and ugly, and uh, is that is is that you? I think old, sick, and ugly. Come on, um, man! You you can't be that hard on yourself. Yeah, as a time traveler, I can say I am in time. You You are a time traveler. I guess we are. By definition, we are all time travelers. But uh, you know, which time did you travel from? Well, we start from beginning and it goes as far as it goes there, you know. But as I say, when we want, the, when we are there, if we are tied to time travelers, once they realize, like we are, uh-huh. uh, if we are there, then we want uh, the Christmas gift that money cannot buy. And you know what it is? It's called it's called life. You know, maybe eternal life. And this is since you are in Christmas time. Uh, like Christmas Day, all this this is associated. Um, Do you think you know, that you will Christmas that you are that you will be eternal once the energy uh, leaves this meat carcass? Uh, well, that is no, not my understanding of things. This is not my interpretation. I I'm see. scientifically minded person. I can tell you the latest understanding so, to the I'm, latest. Science. So I'm, so I'm, like surp- so I'm surprised that uh, you uh, that you believe in eternity when you are a scientific minded person. Well, if you ask me how it's possible, I, I'm going to tell you, and that's no, 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 no. Please, 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 please. Not, 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 not what? today. Not, no. I will not ask today. you that one day, though. But you know, thank you so much, anonymous, for calling the Korasko show. I really appreciate your thoughts and uh, uh, and the gift that money cannot buy. There's a lot of things that money can't buy. Thank you so much for the phone call. Two eight nine two seven five ninety six hundred is the phone number. I think that we're going to have to uh, rethink that sound bit that we have from uh, uh, from Nick because uh, for for the <laughs> for the new listener, uh, don't don't put don't play don't play. Oh, uh, no, don't play. The um, I think that for the new listener may come across as the actual word, and uh, it's such an inside joke. Ah, true. That, um, you know, people may just get offended by it. And we live in very, very sensitive times. That's true. I found We're, that offensive. Yeah. You, you found that <laughs> offensive? You just said that was very offensive. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's offensive. But, you know, I'd rather just hear Nick say it. It's, it's better that way. Can you do it live? Come on. No, 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 no. Don't, 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 don't. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. We are going to give away a set of AirPods for the absolute best phone call of the day. And I don't know is... um. If the eternity uh, is uh, the eternity phone call is gonna is gonna do it, I think that I think that my callers can do a little bit better. Although many slackers are not even listening to the radio this morning, they're not driving. You know, people mm. are just at home with their families, right? Yeah. So you know, he he just might if he's the only one. I'll just give it. I'm in a giving spirit this morning. Are you, are, are you giving anything for the worst phone call? For the worst phone? Call? Oh yeah, maybe that's another one. A gold Date Corolla? No, a lump of coal. <sighs> There you go. Why not? It's better than nothing, I guess. That's you know, for, for next hour, I want to know what's the absolute worst present that you ever received. Don't tell me now. I want to know what is the worst thing that you ever got for Christmas. I want you to think about that. And if you're listening to the show and you have something cool or funny or clever to say, 
289-275-9600 is the phone number. The um, are you guys all staying here for um, you know for the holidays? Are you are you going anywhere? Well, you, I'm staying here. I'm staying here. Yeah. yeah you stay with the family. Yep. You, are you going yep. anywhere, nope. Mike? Not at all. No, not visiting, all. going to visit your parents, or oh, going to see them Christmas Day. Yeah, but that's 45 minutes from home. That's yeah. not really going anywhere. You know, Jacob, how does your celebration differs from everything else? Like you don't celebrate Christmas, but uh, what do you guys do? So Hanukkah started last week on I think it was last Sunday, which was the 18th. It started on the 18th. Um, we did, we had something with my, my dad's side. We had a dinner with extended family on that night. Besides that, not much else. Do you guys uh, exchange presents as well? Not really? Uh, not, not this year. No, I don't, I don't, usually we do, but not this year. It's not as big of a thing I find in, you know, Hanukkah is not as big of a holiday as Christmas is. Uh, so typically presents are not quite as big as you'd get for Christmas, yeah, but not, do not you really. celebrate, you know, do you get presents in both for, you know, Hanukkah and Christmas? No, I never get Christmas presents because uh, we, 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 we don't celebrate Christmas at all. No, eh? No. Okay, what about you, Money? Yeah, no. Mm -mm. You don't celebrate it? Well, <clears throat> last time we celebrated would be uh, years ago, bro. Like, I'm talking when I was probably 10 or 11. So that was yeah. like five years ago for you. Uh, <laughs> huh? Five years ago. Cool. You know, it, look, I have a bone to pick, though. Um, and I'm going to share this with you guys because I think it's important. Um, anyone that has been listening to my commercials on the radio or on TV for the last, I don't know, I've been doing them for 17 or 18 years or so. I made it a point every year to wish to have a Christmas message. You know, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas. Let's not sell cars for this week. You know, this is not what this is about. It's about a thank you during Christmas, right? So that was me. And every single year, inevitably, I would get somebody who says, oh, you know, that's not inclusive. Uh, I don't celebrate it, so therefore you don't care about me. I'm not going to give you my business. What's yeah, that? then I also saw people on your on your Instagram post that are, like, bashing you because, like, oh, he's just trying to sell more cars. Like, can you not just wish people a Merry Christmas? But look, without hold on a second. So, you know, saying Merry Christmas was offensive. Mm -hmm. So people were coming at me all the time. It's like, what are you doing, Greg? Why are you wishing people a Merry Christmas when some people don't celebrate? So for the first time this year, I thought, you know, with my acute powers of deduction, hmm. <laughs> I am going to just fine, whatever. And the commercial was simple. I said, look, I, you know, I'm supposed to be selling cars to you right now, but I'm not going to. I don't want to. The last couple of years have been rough on a lot of us. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, whether you bought a vehicle from us or not, it doesn't matter. I just want to wish everybody, um, you know, happy holidays and an amazing 2023. That was the message. Dude, dude, the hate that I have received on that post on Instagram is more than I have ever experienced in all the ads that I had ever put on actual social media. Everyone that celebrates Christmas is hating on me. For what? You know, living up to the Christmas spirit. Mm. Let's just hate on people. Uh, because I'm saying that I'm a sellout, that uh, I'm denying the uh, the Judy Christian, um, you know. Because um, you said happy holidays. Because That's I said, okay. So, wow. you know, saying Merry Christmas is offensive. Saying happy holidays is offensive. Where do we land? I mean. Uh, Season's greetings. Right in the middle. <laughs> right in the middle. You, you, it's just right there. No, but you see, that's the same thing as happy holidays. We just yep. word it differently. Would you agree with yep. that? Yep. So I, 
I was caught off guard with this sort of thing. And uh, every time somebody sent me some hate, I would say Merry Christmas back. He's just Merry Christmas, Merry Christmas. It's Christmas. I don't know. I'll, I'll celebrate Christmas. I don't even believe maybe, in that stuff. Maybe you should. Maybe you should. Maybe you should just say humbug. You know, people would like that better. I don't know what that means. Dude. It's from Scrooge. Yeah. Scrooge. 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 Oh yeah, I don't. You I didn't don't. watch Scrooge? No, Come no, on, I've, Greg. I've, never, I've never watched it. Come on, Greg. No, dude, I have favorite Christmas movies, <laughs> oh, and I watched them. Ebenezer face. Scrooge <laughs> and the Ghosts of Christmas Past yeah, no, and I, Christmas I, Future. I, you didn't watch that I, movie? I never watched the movie. So for Christmas, Mike um, is oh, Mike is stunned right now. Yeah, like I'm catching I, his face on I, camera right now. I, I wish am, I could just screen capture his face. Look, the studio. I am baffled. I'm feeling triggered right now. I'm all triggered. You know, I'm being Christmas shamed. We're going to discuss this about what your favorite Christmas movie is on the other side of the hour okay let's let's do that folks we're gonna take a short break i do want to hear from you the best phone call of the day is gonna get a set of airpods the worst phone call of the day is gonna get a set of movie passes vip movie passes uh for cineplex this is courtesy of Cine- cineplex let's take a short break we'll be right back the moon is right the spirits are we're here tonight and that's enough Hey, what's up, sports fans? Forrest Griffin here, and I want you to check out the Greg Carrasso Show. Check him out. Greg and the gang. Uh, yeah, enjoy. It is time for Greg Carrasco! Kick it! Show here on Saga 9:60 a.m. with our Christmas special. Yes, we are live, so you can call us 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. I want to know what the best, or the absolute worst present that you ever got for Christmas, and also what your favorite movie to watch on Christmas is. That is a debate. Before the break, I was getting shamed because uh, look, you got to remember this, guys. 
Okay. I'll, I'll, but you know this already. I'm surprised that I even have to repeat it. Mm. I came to Canada in 1989. We didn't even have a phone back home until like a month before I left Chile. The TV was this 13-inch little thing that we had at the, uh, at the dinner table that we were only allowed to watch maybe a couple of hours a week. So we were not exposed to any of this stuff. So when I came to Canada... I was just trying to learn English, man. So it, most of my 20s, I spend it in a, is a, is a blur. For me, it's a blur. I don't remember much of my 20s. I know that a kid came out of my 20s. <laughs> <laughs> that's the only thing I have to show for from my 20s, <laughs> a kid. And, and you mentioned that that's when you started balding, right? Low head. That was, that was low, right? Yeah. That was super low. That was, we should go back to commercial break and you should, that was, that was, that was uncalled for. See, that's why I have no problem playing, uh, playing this. That's why I, because the low blows like that. Yeah. That's, that was, that's how that was, that was, that was not within the Christmas spirit. That was so uncalled for. Well, you know, why are you calling me out like that on, on something that I used to be very sensitive about? But you've talked about it. That's mean. That's, that was just mean. You've talked about it. That's not in the spirit of Christmas, Nick. Sorry. I'm surprised. He, he had that cocked and loaded, like ready to go at the moment's notice. Boom. He just dropped it there. Yeah. And you lost your hair. That's great. Once to end the year with a bang and no kidding I see your forehead growing too so I don't know if I would uh, I would be so quick to uh, to judge can you lift that can you lift your bangs up I just want to see this he's got bangs no, 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 look you, at you, that yeah, no, but oh yeah, look at that! Oh, I, I'll give you, on. yeah, I'll give you until thirty. It's, you, it's it, not it, bald, it will, it will all know, be gone. I'm, I'm, not, I'm not saying this. I'm not saying this to gloat, but balding is not in my family. It so. doesn't have to be, but it is with you. Oh, it's true. It's I, facts. It's facts. I can see Talk the about shine time through. traveling. Oh, Greg yeah. is in the future already. Oh, already. I can see it. I can see it. That's where it starts. That's how we started with me. Well, yeah. we'll see. We'll see. That's you okay, know, man. I started. I started at twenty-three. When you started, but I. I was starting to bald at 23, but nobody told me until I was like 29. My brother told me, yeah, when I was at your graduation from university, I was trying to, we were up in the rafters trying to pick you out. And I said, that's the bald spot. Is he the guy with the bald spot down there? And nobody told me until I was 29. I could have done something back then. And oh, well, oh, just, you know, dude, I, I feel yeah, exactly. so bad. You know, this is what I feel bad. And, and again, present company notwithstanding, when you start losing your hair, own it. Just own it. You know what? Shave it's, it. It's funny you bring that up this one time. Like, OK, my little history behind me. I used to tie a turban. I used to have long hair. Yeah. Um, went to university, got too much my morning classes and uh, went out with my mom to like Vegas for a family trip or something for a wedding and I ended up cutting my hair there. Um, weird enough, Jyoti is Jyoti. Yeah, actually uh, didn't talk to me for almost two weeks after that. That's so, so nice. That's yeah, a, that's such a wonderful sister Three, that my she is. One, she's like, hey, oh, whatever yeah. you feel comfortable with, by all means, do what you need. But it's funny that you brought that up because when after I kind of cut my hair, I was shaving my head constantly. I got thin hair. I was balding for a bit. I kind of felt insecure going out. Sure, man. Yeah, up until I went to, I think it was a restaurant in Victoria, Tacofino, amazing yeah. tacos, great food, Mexican food, awesome. But um, I'm there and I'm ordering and I'm like very closed off. I'm like, yeah, I'll just take this. And it was some girl and she was just really down to earth, genuine. She's just like, yo, speak up a little. Like, yeah. you're good looking. Like, speak up. The she ball. said that to you? She said that bluntly. She's just oh, like, wow. what, what is it? Like, wow. what, what's going on? And, was she wearing glasses? 
I, oh. to be honest with you, I don't remember. I don't remember. But she <laughs> bluntly said, she's like, yo, like, own it. Own it. I know where you're going with that good one. Funny. Yeah. <laughs> but no, she bluntly said, she's like, yo, own it. Like, yeah. own it. Straight up, like it's but was that it's, just it was the point of that story just to tell you just to tell the audience like she that said that she was good looking. No, not even that. <laughs> it's just he set it up for the five song, minutes in a girl. perception of it was precisely like I thought I was okay. I'm like, oh my god, I'm bald. Oh my god, I'm young. I'm bald. It, I, mean, I look weird. All that, and then someone random person just comes up to you and says, "Hey, I I I can clearly read it off your face. That's not what it is. Don't worry, you're fine." The instantly, I was like, okay, all right, relaxed my shoulders. I'm like, all right, I don't feel so kind of congested. It's a very off. big source yeah. of insecurity for guys, man. And uh, I see it happening all the time. And I look, I remember this because I've, I've told the story before on air. And uh, I started to lose my hair aggressively when I found out that I was going to have a kid. Like, aggressively. And um, after that, you could see it. I, I fought it, man. You could see the light through. Come on, man. No, you're not fooling anyone, right? And uh, I had a boss that would uh, go on the intercom and say, you know, to everybody in the entire dealership, Carrasco, you're going bold. I can see you from here. You know, he would just paste this on the intercom. And I was tortured by this guy for about a year or so. And one, I remember one morning, I was feeling really, really sensitive, sensitive about it. You know, you're in your 20s. You know, you're trying to hang on to whatever you think masculinity is at that time. And you, a lot of us associate that with your hair. And uh, I remember that morning, I, he just broke me. And I said, okay, I need to step outside. So I left. I went to a, um, a hair salon and I just get, got it to clip it. So this was in my 20s. Mm -hmm. uh, and I, it was the most liberating experience of my life because the moment I did that, no one ever said to me, oh, Greg, you're losing your hair. No one ever said it to me again. Then I grew a beard and then I got yoked. And then really no one said anything to me about it. Mm -hmm. Then I wrote some stuff on my arms, on my chest, on my back. And now really people don't say anything. <laughs> but folks, I can tell you this. If you have somebody in your family, friends, do not let friends lose their hair and not publicly shame them. Shame them. You know, just do it. <laughs> Cut it off. Just shave it off. It will free you. Do you guys disagree with this? Like, we all know. We all see these guys in the mall. It's yeah, tough. When you're yeah. in your teens and early 20s, though, it's like it's like the lion's mane, right? Your hair, so much of your identity and pride is caught up. You, you get older and you realize what's important and you can, whatever. I'm losing my hair. Although I still see the odd gentleman in his 60s and 70s with a full head of hair. And I, I just, I will walk up to that stranger and say, you suck. <laughs> you're terrible. I don't Good like for you. you. Good for like, you. I don't like you. Good for you. I never stood a chance. Like, you know, from, from my mom's side, from my mom's side, my grandpa had, you know, had a comb over that was stiff. He would put products on it. Yeah. So whenever the wind caught it a certain way, it would be this giant a bit of hair and just <laughs> sticking up in the air and they would fall right back down. Dude, I'm close. I've told my wife, as soon as this thing looks like a comb over, it's to the wood. It's gone. She's like, no, I still like your hair. I'm, I'm warning you. You know, that day's I, coming. I can tell you this. You go to the wood right now and uh, you're going to be walking differently. Yeah, bro. I swear. If, bro. I, if I was in an alleyway and you were coming that way, mm -mm, I'm turning around walking away. <laughs> yeah, man. Right. You know, you're tall, you're handsome, you know. Do it. It's coming. Do it. Just it's do coming. it. <laughs> but I can't do it because of you. Why? Because I still have the, the picture from the first show 
that I did on the radio, and yeah. there's you and John Scholes bald yeah. with beards. Yes. It's not the reason I grew a beard. Years ago, I had it. Well, I had it in the pictures. I had it before I joined the radio show. But if I shave my head now, it's the cult of Carrasco. I can't do it. That's okay. I can't do it. That's okay. You know, I had a beard and a bald head way before it was fashionable. I remember getting people, customers would come in and they wouldn't talk to me. You have this, you know, Latino with a beard yeah. and a bald head. It's like don't try to call this, yeah, this, before fast and this furious. Cholo, man. Yeah, this yeah, Cholo. Yeah. No, we don't want to. This is loco, man. Yeah. <laughs> no, it was, a, it was an interesting thing because back... Back then, guys that looked like me, they were skinheads in the late right. 80s, early 90s. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I can tell you, and now I, I don't, I mean, I look at pictures and it's surreal. It's like, it's, it's part of a multiverse that I don't belong to anymore. Uh, but have, I don't. Have you shown these guys the picture of your Duran Duran hair? Uh, no. Back in the day it. when you were in a band? Yeah, oh, they don't. I don't think that you guys seen have seen it. You've seen it, Jacob, I've no? I've seen it, yeah. yeah. It's in the WhatsApp group chat. I'm yeah. going to pull it up and show money. All I don't, right. Yeah, just yeah, show it to money there. But yeah. Uh, yeah, I had long hair. It was down to my waist. Real. Uh, during my exotic dancing uh, years, I had hair down <laughs> to my waist. <laughs> yeah. Yes, of course. You you got to do it. But you know, this is supposed to be the uh, the, the Christmas special. And no. you're talking about <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna I'm gonna apologize then for shaming you. Yeah, not everyone. Yeah, there's the picture. There it yeah, is. Yeah, there it is. You look at is, that. is it okay if we put it on webcam? Or no? <laughs> sure. <Yeah>. Sure. <laughs> not everyone grew up watching a Christmas Carol and oh all God. of the the multitude of of Christmas oh. movies that were synonymous with my youth I, I, obviously that's not I mean even to this day I'll watch a movie with my kids and they'll be like who's that on screen that's that's Tom Hanks guys that's uh <laughs> Charlie's who I don't even know who that and that's my own children so you know I I can't expect that everybody had obviously the the same upbringing that I did so you know Alistair Sim and, and a Christmas Carol that was a classic for me it may not have been anything for you yeah uh, folks what is your favorite Christmas movie I uh, uh 289-275-9600 is the phone number 289-275-9600 is the phone number the best phone call of the day is when I get a set of airpods courtesy of Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. Um, for me, it's very simple. Yep. Um, Rudolph and the Island of Mr. Toys. Toys. I want to be a dentist. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> I think it's so hilarious. Claymation, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, that, that was the, the best. Stop, it's stop motion. That's, that's what it was, right? Yeah, yeah. It's crazy what they did with it. But, you know, it's so mean. Uh, have you <laughs> I've watched it now in today's uh, <laughs> yeah. societal expectations? Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. With, through today's eyes. Yeah. <laughs> I still remember in the, in, there's a part of the movie when Rudolph runs away and Rudolph's mom says, I'm going to go look for him. And, and the husband just looks at her and says, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that movie yeah. cracks me up in ways. <laughs> the other one for me is uh, The Grinch with uh, Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, that's, okay. That's got to be one of the nice. one of the jewels. I, okay. I watched that every single year with the kids. And uh, this year was no different. Uh, my son Josh is in Europe right now with his fiance. Um, they went to Portugal. Uh, she, her family is from there, so they are in in the islands of I think it's Terceira or yeah, I think it's Terceira. And um, so we celebrated our Christmas um, last Sunday, okay. and and that was fun. So that was we watched the two movies as we have for all these years, and it was nice. wonderful. What is, what is your favorite one? I I mean, so many classics like Miracle on Thirty Fourth Street to range up there, but I'd have to go with a Christmas story. I've never watched that either. Really? Yeah, yeah I've the, never watched that either. With the the uh, electric lamp, the leg lamp, and Peter Billings 
Billings or Billingsley? I can't remember his name. Yep. Uh, yeah, just that was, I mean, a little snapshot of, of Christmas in the 50s and, and a lot of the, oh, I just, I still love that. Really? Uh, I've never watched it. I, um, you know, so I've, good. I've heard about it. You know, maybe I'll do that today. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Okay. Maybe. Uh, I have never gotten into the Christmas spirit until, honestly, until this year. Like, I dreaded December. Uh, December was not a good month, and uh, this year, for some reason, is just different. Uh, you know, a decision was made to just enjoy it. Why not? Who do we have on the line? Uh, we we have Rocky, who wants to talk about how Christmas has become too commercial and not religious anymore. Uh, okay, I'll, let's do that. Rocky, what's on your mind? Oh, I know what's on your mind, but talk to us. What? Uh, uh, why do you think that is? Well, it's just the... Um, hello? Yeah, hello, yeah, yeah. It's just the... Um, Commercial, commercialization of everything, it's all about like, uh, you know, going out shopping and celebrating and all this stuff. And nobody really speaks so much about the religious aspect of it. I'm not really religious, but that's what the holiday is supposed to be about, I think. You think so? Well, they'll tell you he's well, man, the reason for the maybe, season. Maybe now he's just turned into birthday. gathering with family and friends. Yeah. Well, that's what it's always been for me, really. I mean, if if, if people still believe that stuff is is just, I don't know. I I really have no point of comparison or reference with those with these folks. But the reality is this: that uh, Christmas for, for me, anyways, it was always about getting together with the people that you sort of like because I don't like that many people, and uh, you know, give them something to make them feel special because you you suck during the year, and uh, I. <laughs> I don't do that anymore you know if i you, you know look i, I want to give some well, on the issue of giving stuff i think what kind of makes sense too if you know what a person likes like you say you like that certain coffee chain maybe maybe uh what do they call gift card yeah of that course chain yes yeah. for sure do that you do you, do you oh, like money rocky thing. i saw i pardon do you like money yeah, everybody does exactly so you know when you give money for christmas yeah. you're giving a present that people actually like you know what I'm saying? You can never go wrong with it. Yeah, you can't go wrong with it. And what I saw interesting on the internet, there was a, a 2021 Nissan GTR 50 for sale. They wanted 1.1 million dollars for it. <laughs> they can they can want all they want for it, but you know the question is uh, who's gonna pay for it? <laughs> why yeah, why it was this Italian body and it's 710 horsepower? They only made 19, but that's yeah, that's fishing. Yeah, there's all sorts of different, you know, insanity. I, do you, what are those things called? NFTs? Mm, Remember NFTs? Yeah. Non-fungible tokens. T- tokens, yeah. Uh, Non-fungible re- tokens, yeah, re- something that doesn't exist. Yeah, I remember that, uh, I think that it was, I don't know if it was Nissan Canada or Nissan US, they were doing a charity um, raffle with this thing. So it was a, it was an NFT of a GTR and depending on what, if they met the threshold, they were going to give away a GTR. But the NFT was the actual price, not the GTR itself. And I, I think that they got over $2 million for this NFT of a GTR. And I I don't know. Thank you, Rocky, so much for that phone call. I really appreciate it. Uh, if, if Folks, if you have something to say, call me, 289-275-9600. The phone lines are open. Today is Christmas Eve, and we are live from the studio. So they got over $2 million for this NFT. Are NFTs even a thing still, or nobody cares anymore? I, I don't hear it talked about. For sure, there's, but I, I'm sure they still exist, and I'm sure there's people still out trying to uh, to make a go of it. But anyone I, I think that's put money into it is lost. 
Uh, it's sort of like crypto thing. Well, it's it's you know NFTs of photographs. It's yeah. like you own that image forever and ever. So yeah, someone, but why would anybody care about that image? Well, so you know you take a, some of the biggest examples like Tiger when he got his green his first green jacket. Yeah, and you can buy the NFT of that picture that that a specific photographer took and you can own that image forever. But guess what? There was a hundred people standing around who all snapped 20 photographs of him getting that jacket put on. So there are tons of that picture out there, all from a slightly different angle, yeah. you know, slightly different moment of the jacket going on. And so some people will put value on owning one of those specific images. It's yours for the rest of your life. Okay. And that's absurd. It's like, it's really absurd. It, I don't, am is, I too old? It's more towards um, of, you know how when you, if there's a single Picasso on art form, right? Yeah. If you own it, only you own it. Yeah. Yes, I can take that Picasso and go get it replicated and own it, but only you know that you have the original. Right. Right. That's the whole. Yeah. But, but they're the trying to do the same thing with, with mass, art. mass media yeah. that, that you do with things that were unique and original artists music artists have done that a uh, good example um toronto's very own tory lanes for example he who is tory lane he's an artist we'll get into this after but what he did was he dropped uh i think 10 to 15 single single like just single tracks okay. and he sold them for i think close to ten dollars online and he, he, only you had that one copy if uh, nick was to buy it he couldn't get it but only you only you could have one, Mike. Only you could have one. Right. Then tomorrow, what end, ends up happening is you can take that song and go to a distribution company or um, whoever's going to release the song. Now that you own the song, me as the distribution company have to pay you for the song, right? Right. So it was but, almost it's almost as if like reselling and owning um, shoes or so. Who selected who bought those songs? That it was all based on first come first serve basis. Like you logged in or you went on the website if you made the transaction. Yeah, but you know, look, let me put it to you this way. Yeah. Um, you would have to be completely detached from modern civilization for you not to be a, to appreciate a Van Gogh or a Monet or a Gauguin or a Picasso for that matter, if that's your cup of tea. Yeah. You know, you would have to be completely, we, we can all appreciate that. I don't even know who Tory Lanez is. But you see, that's just an example of it, right? So like yeah. what NFTs are, it's basically, again, coming back to it, they're trying to create this whole metaverse where you, uh, if whenever you get a chance, watch Player One Ready. It's basically you put a headset on, you get into oh, a whole I watched world. a movie and... Uh, that's what know, they're trying to create. I can go build my own little uh, virtual mansion and keep my uh, GTR NFT in the garage. So I have a GTR, a virtual GTR in my car, and then I have a virtual Picasso hanging in my virtual living room even though i'm sitting inside i don't know like a two by two foot apartment with wi-fi and just sitting there going yeah i'm living a dream this is we are doomed <laughs> we, we, we are doomed hey, you wanted a christmas special i'm dishing it to you bro <laughs> yeah folks this christmas uh we're doomed <laughs> oh, jesus i don't i don't that part i don't understand but uh i um why did we digress so aggressively towards NFTs? What were we talking about before? GTR, um, we anonymous no, no, called no, no. about GTR 50 NFT and uh, how the retail price was like one point something million. 
And then yeah, you brought I, them. I lost my train of but thought. Christmas movies. Yeah, well, Christmas, Christmas movies. Christmas movies. Let's, yeah. Get, yeah. let's get back to Christmas movies. <laughs> what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh? It actually is the one we were talking about that you haven't seen. A Christmas, it's called A Christmas Carol. That's the one with uh, Scrooge. And I'd say yeah. my, my favorite version, and that's the only this came out like many years before I was born, but the reason why I know it and I've seen it is because when I was a kid, my mom showed it to me. Bill Murray. Is, Here we go. The, no, no. It, it's, <laughs> a, it's the one with uh, George C. Scott from 1984. Oh, okay. Uh, okay. That, and I love that one. That's That came out 14 years before I was born, but yeah. I, my mom showed it to me as a kid, and I loved it, and I've, I watch it pretty much every year. Really? Yeah. Yeah, so that's your go-to for Christmas. Are you, yeah. Have you watched it this year yet? Not yet, but I pro I'll probably watch it tonight. You will? What about you, Jake? Oh, no, you don't celebrate Christmas. So what do you usually watch? I mean, there's got to be something you watch on TV. Sports. I know it's not the Passion Die of Christ. Hard. Texas Chainsaw <laughs> You know what? I've got to admit, I've actually never seen it. My dad and my brother, they went. Uh, there was a Christmas showing of Die Hard like five years ago, and they went. I didn't go. I don't know why, but I've actually never seen it. Die Hard? Christmas yeah. movie. Got to see it. Yeah. I know. That's what, that's what Christmas is all about right there. Die Hard. Uh, I think that if I had to pick one of those ones, it would have to be... Um, a National Lampoon's uh, Chevy Christmas, uh, yeah, Christmas, Christmas Vacation. Christmas Vacation. That movie's hilarious. Very good. Yeah, time. that's when he used to be funny. But what is your favorite Christmas movie? Uh, Friday After Next by Ice Cube. What is yeah. that? That's, a, go, cur that's a curveball. No, no, no. You, you watch it. It's funny. It's, it's, that was a curveball to me. I thought you were going to say all something else. Out their phones. We're all whipping up our phone. What is that? Next. Friday after <laughs> so next. Was, oh, the whole story. There's three series to it. The first one that ever came out was Ice Cube. Gre and, uh, Greg gave you such a blank stare when I know, you said he's just that. Like, like, wait, what, what? what are you talking about? <laughs> um, yeah, I know. It's, it's a funny movie. It's like a, uh, it's a comedy um, okay. based uh, during Christmas time. Uh, Ice Cube. I, I know it as well. much as I know Tory Lanez. Uh, Lanez or Tor uh, Tory Lame? Lanez. <laughs> Tory Lame. With the Z at the end. Yeah, he actually just got sentenced yesterday. Lanez. He got sentenced yesterday. Yeah, I know. Yeah. Oh, so he's a criminal? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's, <laughs> he's from, that's He's from awesome. Toronto. He's he got from, sentenced so yesterday? Yeah. So he's a criminal he from on, Toronto. He was on trial. He was on trial for- <laughs> For what? Um, apparently shooting someone in the leg in a... Oh, Meg the Stallion? Yeah, yeah, I that, heard thing. That, yeah. that thing, yeah. So yeah. his oh, hearing was yesterday. Did you just yeah. call Meg the Stallion that thing? No, I meant oh, that. Oh, her incident. Ah, wow, wow okay. this is... Geez. No, this is... No. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, I want to know what the worst present that you ever received for Christmas is. Folks, you're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show here on Saga 960 AM. The phone lines are open. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. What's up, guys? This is Vito Belfer, and you are listening to one of the toughest guys on air, Greg Carrasco Show, man. Congratulations on your show. I wish you all the best. Toronto, stay safe out there. God bless you, man. This is Vito Belfer, the phenom, ready to strike. Let's go.
If you listen into my voice, you're still alive. And for some of you, that's a good thing. <laughs> some of you. We are doing the Christmas special of the Carrasco Show. We are live. Call me, 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. I want to know what your favorite Christmas movie is and the worst present that you ever got. Who do we have on the line, Nick, if you stop looking at your social media on the phone while in the middle of my show? That's great. Uh, we have Rob who wants to talk about his favorite Christmas movie. Rob, you know, thank you for calling the Carrasco Show on this Christmas Eve. What's on your mind? Rob. Uh, hi, how's it going, guys? Hey, good, man. What's up? Um, be- be- before I get to that, uh, Greg, instead of cash, you um, put a brand new Nissan in uh, any 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 model in my driveway tomorrow morning. I'd be very happy. <laughs> sure. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, so what's your favorite uh, Christmas movie? Well, before I get to that, sorry, Mike uh, was the Maiden fan. Yeah, correct. I'm yep. Maiden fan. What, what? Yeah, that's correct. Iron Maiden fan. Oh, Iron Maiden. Still the great. Yeah, Iron Maiden. Yeah, 1981 Massey Hall. That was still one of my favorite concerts of all time. How nice. How old are you, uh, Rob? Fifty-eight. Well, you know that's a that's a good age. Yeah, I can see you were in your late teens when when this stuff was going on. Yeah, you know, I was too I was young 16, for Iron Maiden. Seventeen. Yeah. 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 I was, yeah. Oh, I was too young for them too. But yeah, still, Judas Priest and all those guys, and felt like a little rebellion to have that. Uh, really? Eh? Okay, this is supposed to be about Christmas, yeah. Rob. Don't don't derail <laughs> me here. What's your Christmas? Uh, your favorite okay, Christmas movie? So, for for uh, Christmas Carol, the original, Alistair Sim, nineteen fifty one. That's a classic. Yeah, to watch that one. His, his acting is uh, incredible on that. I don't know why you guys um, like old movies, man. Old movies are terrible. Well, the, I'm just talking about Christmas Carol, but for the newer stuff, I like Elf. Elf. Yeah, the, my, uh, my my wife loves Elf. Loves <laughs> I haven't Elf. watched yeah, Elf yeah, yet. No, 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 I haven't oh, seen you, it. You should watch it. Yeah. You know, I wish I watched more movies now. I, I, I stopped watching movies. The Once upon a time when I had no life, I used to sit in front of the TV and just watch movies. Careful. You know, you know. Careful. <laughs> don't, don't premise it that way. For those of you without a life, I understand why Listen, you like movies. When, when I was waiting to leave Canada, uh, you know, in the late 80s and VHS were a thing, yeah. I remember just like had... I had already quit my job. I was waiting to leave. I have, I don't know, like a few more weeks until I left the country forever. Thank goodness. And um, I remember just renting six, seven, you know, VHSs and just sit there and power watch movies like you you guys do now with Netflix. You know, except there was there was no effort now. You see, going to going to the uh, video store back then was a thank you so much for the phone call, Rob. I really appreciate it. I doubt I'll ever oh, yeah. watch that movie, but uh, <laughs> I, I I thank you for it. You know, we have Cecilia on the line. Uh, we are asking people what is the 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 absolute your absolute favorite movie for Christmas or the worst present that you ever received. Call me two eight nine two seven five ninety six hundred is the phone number. Cecilia, what's on your mind? Well, well, good morning, guys. I think you need a female perspective. Oh, yes, of course. For sure. Okay. Um, so I got to say, with this conversation came up just last night between my husband and I. This is hilarious because his Christmas all-time classic is Die Hard. Yes. For a lot of and people. Yeah. I am I'm shocked. <laughs> Why? There's nothing Christmassy except a Christmas party at the beginning of the movie. Yep. 
and that makes it a Christmas movie. It's amazing. You know what um, is not anyways, what is not Christmassy about hostages taken, murder, guys falling off of buildings, you know, explosion. That's that's well, Christmassy as it comes. Fa la 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 la. Christmas la, la. at its finest, eh? <laughs> <laughs> well, I disagree. Although it is a great movie, I'll give you that. But I don't think it should be put in the Christmas category. That's all I'm saying. You would have millions of people that would disagree with you, Cecilia. Well, I do know that. I'm not popular when I bring this up. So what's your favorite? What's your favorite Christmas movie? Well, my favorite is the Jimmy Stewart. Uh, It's a Wonderful Life. I I just think he's one of the best. I love the the hardship that he goes through. Mike, he was money guy. You must really felt pain when the banking scene came up. Um, But I think it's just a beautiful movie. Um, He was destined to go to university and be a you know, the educated kid in the family, but that darn druggist hit him on the ear and his brother got to go to university instead of him, but he made his life good and he found love and he, he, is that, is that, you know, it was nice and beautiful Hollywood. And then now I have another question for you, Cecilia. Hold on a second. What is the worst Christmas present you ever got? You know, I, if you need to think about it for a second, I, I want to know what is the absolute worse. Uh, and if you listen to the show, folks, call me 289-275-9600 is the phone number. Can you please make sure that you uh, leave your phone number when you call into the system because we have no way to reach you. Uh, and uh, because of my phone operator is a slacker, he doesn't write the numbers down. You know, he has one job, uh, actually two jobs. One is to show up. The other one is to write the numbers down and he doesn't. So can you please make sure that you put it in there? So Cecilia, what is the worst present that you ever received for Christmas? You know what? I, I'm i racking my brain. I I would... I no would such really thing, right? I can't think of anything. Yeah. Oh, yeah. look. What a nice life you have had. I, appre- oh, I, know. No, I appreciate no, that. Not a lie. No. <laughs> <laughs> um, can I tell you this whole movie thing? Yes. Um, we actually spend Christmas by ourselves. And a few years ago, my husband came up with this idea, why don't we go to the movie theater on Christmas Day? Yeah, that's a good idea. I was shocked. No, well, I don't know. Um, I was shocked. I thought we're going to be the only two people in the whole theater. Yeah. That's what I thought. Um, I felt sort of dirty somehow, like nobody does that. Here we are, make some teenage kids got to work now on Christmas Day because of us two that want to go to the movie. So I felt bad about the whole thing. We agreed that we would try it. We'll tr- we'll just try it one time, and then we'll see. There was four hundred other people in the theater. Yeah. yeah, there's a lot of people that uh, that go and do the strangest things. Like you know, for a very long time, eating Chinese food on yeah. Christmas Eve was the thing. So that's all we do. That's all we do. Just, yeah, just stuff your face Jewish with thing. carbs. That's what me and my my, my dad, my grandma. Cecilia, my thank you so much for the phone call. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Merry Christmas to you. Uh, I want to know what your favorite Christmas movie is and your absolute worst Christmas present. I I want to know what that is. Did you have some time to think about that of the worst Christmas present you ever got? I have one. Unfortunately, uh, when with my high school group of friends post high school, we decided to do a Christmas exchange. 
And the person who drew my name was the only person in the group that I didn't like. She and I did <laughs> no. not like each other. Uh, you know, you can't, you can't like everybody. So that's fine. We were on the same page. Was this one of those like she doesn't like me and I don't like you? Wink, wink sort of thing? No, no, no. It was not. It was it was like, real. It was real. OK. So what what I was purchased as the gift for my exchange, I received a rumorang. What is a rumorang? A rumorang was a boomerang that you could throw indoors because it was made out of rubber and it was it was supposed to come back to you. But this wasn't a nice Nerf version. This was a knockoff version where the material was almost like those styrofoam trays that they they put your steak and your pork chops on uh-huh. when you buy. The thing was horrible. I it, I was so upset because I couldn't even pretend like I liked it. it. I was like, why don't you just donate the money to a charity and put my name on it and say, this is what I did for you. It was, it was a, a rumorang. A a (laughs) rumorang. What is that? (laughs) This was in our twenties. I was like, I was an adult. I'm like, I don't even know what to do. Uh, Do you talk to this person still? No. We didn't talk back then. You don't talk to her now, right? No, 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 no ill feelings. It was a terrible, terrible gift exchange. (laughs) a rumoring, and we have Thomas on the line. Thomas, thank you for calling the Carrasco Show. Uh, what's on your mind this morning? Uh, Glenn Carrasco. Yes, sir. I just want to tell you, I don't have a worst uh, Christmas present, but I have the best present that goes on every week, year after year after year. And what's that? On what that gift is? It's your show, man. Oh. That's amazing. <laughs> yes. you see, you know, oh, every week, oh. this man is armed. Oh, my God. Well, wow. we need to show up, man. I mean, yeah, if you I if you show too. up, it's half the battle. Yes, yes. I'm, I'm telling you, man, I can quit, go into it for a long time, but I just want to get to the point. Um, yeah, I remember talking about marriage in the past. Yes. And, like, the top ten tips of marriage. So I just want to ask you, like, where do you find a trustworthy woman? A woman that, you know, you can find, and yes, she's attractive, but you can trust her too. Like, do you have any tips on that? Oh, absolutely. Don't. You know, it'll it'll happen. Oh, really? Yeah, it'll happen, brother. You know, I'll tell you this. Uh, oh, okay. In fact, I, I was, um, you know, at the end of the show for next hour, I was going to share with you some of my personal stick, personal takeaways uh, from the year 2022. And uh, I touched on that. And, uh, you know, one of them is that do not chase a romantic partner you don't don't do it you know when the time is right and when the right person come along you will know believe me you will know because you know if if you spend most of your time and your energy trying to keep a relationship alive let it go man just let it go because when when the right person comes is is it's effortless. It's like a jujitsu technique. You know, you don't, if you are forcing it, you're not doing it right. And it's, I believe that the same thing happens with, uh, with wife and romantic partners. But I, I'll tell you something else though. You know, as, as a, as a man, you need to work on your frames immediately. The moment that you meet somebody, you need to understand what the non-negotiables are and lay them down on the table. And through personal experience, I can tell you this, whatever it is that your truth is, Whatever you're into, whatever it is that you do, tell her the truth no matter what. Because then you never worried about one day somebody coming like knocking on the door and ruining your life forever because you didn't tell your wife everything. Tell her the truth. The real one will stay. 
That's the only thing I can tell you. But uh, no, don't don't chase it, man. Don't chase it. You know, just put yourself, do the things that you like to do. You know, go and, 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 and do your hobbies, do your pastimes. And then at that, in those places, you're going to find people that like doing what you do. Next thing you know, you have a common ground. And from that, you build. But you cannot force relationships, brother. You can't do it. Is that, okay. Does That's that sound okay? I remember that, and I look forward to your takeaways. Man, I love your show, bro. I love your show. Keep going, man. That's Thank all I want to tell you. Merry Christmas, my brother. We love Merry you Christmas. right back. Okay. Thank you. Well, that was a that was an interesting conversation. I like that. Thomas, thank you so much. Merry Christmas, brother. I, I want to hear from you. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. Uh, I'm, I'm getting all sorts of different signals here on, on the show, folks. Uh, I know that there is another caller waiting, so please don't go anywhere. You are listening to the Greg Carrasco Show here with Nick. Money Mike is in the studio. Jacob and Money himself. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. Tucker here, and if you're hearing the sound of my voice, it's too late to escape. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. My dad told me Saturday mornings used to be for watching cartoons, and now we have to listen to this guy? My name's Lily, and you're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show! <laughs> Listening to the Greg Carrasco Show Christmas Special. We are live. I want to know what your favorite Christmas movie and your worst Christmas present ever. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. The best phone call of the day is going to get a set of AirPods. Courtesy of Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. The Canada's largest Nissan Infinity dealership in Oakville, Ontario. It's uh, it's wonderful. Um, we have <laughs> we have Ursula on the line. Ursula, what's on your mind? You calling the? You're talking to Carrasco here. Is Ursula there? Ursula. Ursula. Yeah. How are you? Good morning. Hi. Good morning. Good. Good. Good morning. Um, so I've got the absolute worst Christmas present ever received. Okay. It was quite a long time ago, so I, I, I'm over it. But uh, we were quite young, my husband and I, and we moved away. And um, our first Christmas on our own. And we needed everything. So, you know, and I got a lovely iron board cover wrapped up for Christmas. From I your husband? Things, but that is. The worst. From your husband. An ironing board cover. 
from my husband. Yes, yes. He was very thoughtful. Oh. <laughs> Are you still I'm married still to him? I'm still with my husband. I'm still with my husband. You're still with really, him? Really you see, boy. that's love, man. <laughs> that is love. No, well, <laughs> oh. we were young, and he's yeah. learned a lot since then. <laughs> but, oh, you know, God. We were very practical people back then. Now I, I get... Now you're not so practical anymore. Honestly, you know what, Ursula? Back in my early 30s, my wife wanted a steam cleaner, like a floor steamer, like one of those sharks. I can't remember oh. what they were called. She said, I want that for yeah, Christmas. Yeah. I said, nope. Can't do it. I can't be that guy who gets you a steam cleaner uh, for Christmas. Well, you were it's, in your early. Yeah, I knew. I, I was like, no, I'll get it for you in January. I'll get it for you just because you oh, want okay. it. I cannot give it to you for Christmas. I'm going to be on a dog list somewhere in the world if I do that. I don't know if anybody's well, going to be able uh, to top this one, Ursula. An ironing board that's well, covered. Listen, that's what I thought because I've never called a radio show. I said, I'm going <laughs> to call this one. But, how uh, how yeah. long have you been listening, Ursula? Oh, we've been listening for a long time, my husband my husband, and I have been listening since, oh gosh, way back when you were, well, I guess it's 640 when you were back Nah, that's so nice. You know, it's, it's the, the number of people that listen to the show over the years, is it just warms my heart. Thank you so much, Ursula, for the phone call. I think that, do we have Ursula's phone number there? So we do have it. Okay, cool. Because I don't know if anyone is going to be able to top this as the worst. She's in the running. <laughs> no, you She's are, in the running. You're in the running for the worst Christmas present. I hope, I certainly hope you get better presents this Christmas, Ursula. Merry Christmas. She's gone. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. Call me. I want to know what the absolute worst Christmas present you ever received and your favorite Christmas movie. What is the worst present you ever got? <sighs> I would have to say it was, um, yeah, it was probably like when I was uh, 14, 15, a pair of socks. One pair of socks. That that was it. <laughs> I think that there was nothing wrong with a pair of socks. I said you were just, you didn't like the fact that that was given to you. Well, it was just, I don't know. It was, I'm not expecting the world, but it, it was underwhelming. That, 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 that was, <laughs> that's all. Wow. <laughs> How ungrateful is Nick, man? <laughs> no, I'm like, if I'm opening a present, you're like, you know, there's endless possibilities of what it could be in your head and you a pair of socks is just like I, exactly. how can you that's the last thing that comes to that's mind that's all I got for the first nine Christmas of my life just socks <laughs> ungrateful you know, yeah, so ungr I was so I happy I'm so demanding you know? <laughs> socks is one of the greatest gifts in our under our family Christmas tree real it is a tradition going back since a Christmas story more than 20 years generations you get socks you know what they are you don't even open them. You pick up the socks wrapped up and you go, you look at the parents who gave them to you and went, socks, and you throw them over your shoulder <laughs> and you move on. And we've done that for decades. <laughs> this is, I don't understand why you guys are upset about socks. That is, that is a tr family tradition I, I would love. never be upset about socks. I love socks. I have so many socks. I don't even know what to do with it. Personally, I don't. I don't think I'd ever get upset with anybody giving me anything as a gift. The fact that this person went out, took time out of their day, spent the time and the energy to buy something, wrap it, and give it to me—I yeah. could care less. Again, it could be cash. It could be whatever. The fact that you know you gave me something, I'm like, all right, you know what? That's good enough. You that's, thought of me. That's, that's not good. the way Love Nick socks. thinks. What you if know? it? What <laughs> if it was worn socks though? 
<laughs> you sucks. You sucks. <laughs> Jacob, okay, I don't even open sock. the package. So how would I know that they're <laughs> yeah. warm? I don't care. There's one sock I would actually would not mind getting. Yeah. Add the sock. Add the sock. We need just... to get Ed the sock to do an intro for the Carrasco show. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah why haven't we? You know, I, everybody so knows Ed the sock. Ed's great. <laughs> I think I met him last uh, last week for yeah, the Christmas party, right? Yeah, yeah. He looks a little different in real life. <laughs> that was the, Ed, that was Ed's day off. Yeah. A few more stitches, so. a little bit more worn. We all get older. <laughs> what about you, Jacob? What was the worst present that you uh, that you received so far for Christmas? A water bottle. How is that bad? Did it have water in it? No. It was because it was like, like, I, I like my, like, this is a good water bottle. It was just like, it was like plasticky and it was not, it was small. Like, it was just. Oh, the it, horror. The horror. Navigate water bottles. <laughs> I just, I don't know. I've never really used it. You still have I, it? Yeah. Why did you collect it? Throw it out. Would you feel bad if you threw it out? Is that why you, you keep yeah, it? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah, Nick knows me. I can't do that to the person who gave it to me. Yeah. I, I just it would it would it wouldn't sit right with me. I I'd rather just collect dust. Okay, so how long have you had it? Uh oh man. Like eight or nine years. Okay, so you're a hoarder. Yeah, oh, I am big time. It runs in the, the family. Hey, no, it runs yeah. in the family. No, oh, but I get it from my mom. Honestly, dude. Uh, oh, this is dating advice, guys. And girls, you meet somebody, you go to their house, and their house is, it looks like a labyrinth with stuff inside, walk away. Just literally walk away, man. But, Hoarder, but, hoarders are, are a diff, special breed. What if it's the opposite? What if you walk it in, there's nothing there? That's amazing. Okay, right. That's know. amazing. I mean, I'm just talking about, oh, other than the regular furniture? No, there's no furniture, there's nothing. Oh, then <laughs> what do you do with in those situations? Oh, then, <laughs> then call the police. <laughs> You know, I'd like to consider myself a collector, not a hoarder, a collector. Sure, I collect. Oh, man, no, no, no. I get you, Jacob. I, I get you. You know, it, you know when you, when you mentioned that, uh, like, what if you walked into a house and there was nothing there? It reminds yeah. me of an episode. I don't know if you guys ever heard of the show Extreme Cheapskates. No. Um, and it was a reality show where they would show, like, the cheapest people in America. And there was this guy who, you know, he owned a house, but he refused to buy furniture. For him, it was too expensive. He <laughs> he would sleep on bubble wrap, you know. And, Dude, that and, sounds fun. And, yeah, and also, and he, he didn't have a couch. He had a blanket. He would just sit down on a blanket and eat like a bowl of cereal, you know. And th- that was his dinner. <laughs> That's how he ate his dinner. Wow, that he, he Nick, rich, you just right? you just took us to a whole different conversation here. <laughs> but uh, you know, I I don't know if I you know hoarding is a is, is a good thing. I mean. You know, you walk into somebody's room, you walk into somebody's bedroom, you know, here's where you spend a lot of your, you know, a lot of your time. And if the room is an absolute mess, walk away. Believe me, walk away. Would you disagree with this statement? I think that's a safe assumption. It's a safe assumption. A safe assumption. Yeah. yeah. You know, Jacob, you like to consider yourself a collector. A single guy likes to consider himself choosy. Uh, it doesn't make it true. Doesn't make it true. You got to. There's. There is a border between hoarder and, and collector. As a fellow collector, and I'm, I can yeah. get on board no. with a fellow. Yeah, collector. No, is I, this I, the I, same? Be careful. Is be careful. this the same rule for? Uh, I don't know. Stepping into someone's vehicle for the for uh, a date night. Dirty car. Run away. Okay. <laughs> yeah. No. Yep. Uh, uh, yep. Yep. Yeah. Yep. The no, way man. the way you treat your environment mm-hmm. says a lot about, about how you, you think think of yourself. It, it talks about your 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 mental organization. Mm-hmm. 
And yeah, yeah, I think it's it's a sign. Yeah. You know, look at it this it's way. In in my house, if I haven't touched it for a year, it's gone. Okay. It's gone. That's it. If I haven't touched it for a year, I'm not going to touch it. So it's gone. It's, you need to be ruthless with stuff because otherwise, you know, I, I, I recently bought an, a, a home and, uh, uh, you know, I don't know if the, uh, the, the, the owner listens to this or not, but I remember just going through the house and it was like, uh, you know, just sorting through an obstacle course and uh, they had to bring in three 24-foot bins to dispose of some of the stuff that was inside the house. Yeah. Like, but, I, how can you live there? Right? So the old owner didn't take uh, their stuff with them? No, they had to bring it in. Oh, I To see. clear the house oh, out. Oh, I see, I see, I see. And they waited until the last minutes, and we knew, man, we knew. But there was so much stuff in that house, I don't know how they did it. Wow. They, uh, the living space was almost non-existent, but now the house looks a lot bigger. <laughs> you know, it's, just, it's, <laughs> it's empty. I like my houses empty. Um, we are going to uh, take a break for the hour. On the other side of the hour, I have, uh, uh, you know, asked my, uh, all the people here with me at the studio, um, Mike included, to come up with two takeaways from the year 2022, two things that were important to you personally, professionally, whatever. I want to know a couple of your takeaways for 2022 because we're not going to have a show next week, and it's important. Folks, the show is brought to you by uh, Oakville Nissan and Oakville Infinity. We are the home of the no-commission salespeople, and uh, before you make any car buying decisions, you owe it to yourself to come see me. We'll make sure that you are taken care of and safe. Let's take a short break. We'll be right back. You could do the job when you're in town Later on We'll conspire As we dream What's up, everybody? This is Randy Couture. And if I'm not beating people up, I'm listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Give it a listen. Take care. It is time for Greg Carrasco! Show. Get this party on the road. How fast can this white go? Whoa, yeah. Celebrity guests from the East Coast to the West. Who knows who he has next? At Greg Carrasco, trending Twitter like a bomb. Tens of thousands on his lawn. He's even followed by your mom. What? Broadcasting live. Here is your warning. The topics are flowing every Saturday morning. Car talk like Sherlock. The guy knows wheels like a Dow stock. Movie talk on a boardwalk. Shoot facts like a tomahawk. So entertaining. Turn up the station. There's no more waiting. The show is beginning. It's too late to escape. Let's go. Here's your host. Greg Carrasco. So this is Christmas. And we're back. 
You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show with our Christmas special. We are broadcasting live here from the studios of Saga 960 AM. My very good friend Money Mike is here. My not so good friend is Nick. Jacob and Money. We've been talking about uh, you know some of your favorite Christmas movies, your worst Christmas present. Um, and this hour, usually this is the hour of the grievances. We're going to give away a set of AirPods to the best phone call of the day. So you need to call us 289-275-9600. 289 289- 275-9600 is the phone number. You still have time, slackers. Uh, I want to send a, a shout out to my, um, my friend Kurt, my best friend, but I'm not his best friend. Uh, he's listening to the show with his two little girls, Lily and Maya. Um, you know, Merry Christmas to you guys. I know I'm going to see you in a few, in a few hours, but, uh, still Merry Christmas. Um, I want this hour to be, uh, you know, an hour of reflection and I don't want to get to, you know, sure, why not? Let's get deep into this um, because uh, I'm not going to be here next week and uh, I'm taking a trip down to see my mom. I haven't seen my mom in close to five years now. And, uh, you know, 2022 was an interesting year for me. I, it didn't it didn't start very good. And uh, the way that it ended was certainly unexpected. And uh, But there were many, many takeaways that I had this year that I feel, I feel it, w- it would be... Good for me to share. I mean, this is what the show is about. It's about sharing, sharing your opinions, sharing mine, sharing experiences and whatnot. And I think that we all have something to contribute. Um, bless you. Is, is it politically correct to say bless you? Yeah, it, it is, right? Um, I, I think that it's important that we listen to each other. Uh, as a community, we often think that we have the answer for things and we, we are not as close to one another as we could be. And uh, why not uh, share some of our experiences Experiences this year that uh, taught you some lessons, some important ones. Uh, who wants to volunteer to be the first one uh, to a couple of important things that you that you learned this year? I'll, I'll go. I'll go. Sure, Nick. <clears throat> you know, one thing for sure that I, I like experienced firsthand is that I've realized really how you know hard work pays off because I you know worked my behind off to get my college diploma. Yeah. You know, it wasn't always easy. I mm-hmm. mean, there was a lot of stress there. You know, it was, it was, it was intense, especially at the end. You know, and they, you know, they do that on purpose, and you know, they want to prepare you for the radio world, which obviously can be stressful. But you know, I got through it, and you know, I persevered, and I accomplished it, and I, I really feel like I, I, I accomplished something. So, uh, yeah, for that one, yeah, definitely, I would say I really realized that hard work pays off because in the end, I reached my goal for for college, which was getting my college diploma. Congratulations, thank, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And then for, it's a good lesson. Good yeah. lesson. And then uh, for the second one, I would say this one, this is something that I already knew, but it's now it's something that I've seen firsthand is that, you know, m- money really equals freedom. And <laughs> ever since I've had a full-time job, you know, at, at the dealership, it, it just, it's, you know, opened my eyes up to like what's possible when when you have money you know the you can you can you know experience a lot more you can do a lot more fun things you can you know sp- uh, spend more time with you know like uh, with uh, the people around you you know just you know doing something a little bit out of the ordinary and it just it, i don't know it gives you a lot more freedom and a lot more opportunity and it it, it just it, it gives you the chance to live life 
really more to the fullest. So that's that's something that I've noticed as well. Yeah, I I can agree with that. I mean, yeah. what what are your thoughts on that, Mike? Yeah, money equals opportunity, right? Yeah, of course. Of course. Yeah, yeah and it, uh, somebody said to me a long time ago, um, money isn't everything, but in the places in the world where money is needed, there is no substitute. So you you've you've got to have it, and then it's up to the individuals to decide what to do with it, right? I think that we often don't pay enough attention to our money situation until we're we're older, and uh, is I mean you know it's never I mean there is such a thing as being too late when it comes to money sometimes, mm, uh, but uh, it's it's always better than not starting at all. I mean yeah. you know if you start young, you're going to have far more opportunities and possibilities afterwards. But Absolutely, I completely Absolutely. understand. And you know you changed my life. I've said it so many t- so many times on air. Uh, money might change my life. Uh, you know simply simply because. You know, I'm responsible to somebody. And, um, you know, when the time comes, if, if there is any issue that needs to be addressed, I, I just call Mike. Uh, in fact, you know, it's, it's funny because whenever I go away, my yeah. kids, all my kids have your contact information. If something were ever to happen to me, you're the person that they will call, which is a really interesting thing because I never thought you'd think they call the lawyer, they call somebody else. But no, they'll call you. Yeah. You got all of my affairs. And that that's fascinating to me how a well placed a financial advisor or a, you know a friend uh, can have such a material impact on your life. Um, you guys are super busy right now. I hear you do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what? We've we haven't had a slow. We used to be slow around Christmas time. You get about the middle of December, and nobody wants to hear from their financial advisor. They want to spend money, not yeah. save it. Um, and then we get to the summer and people want to be on vacation and taking the time off and having their barbecues. They don't want to talk to their financial advisor. Yeah. Those those slow seasons went away. Uh, we're busy all the time now, which is great. I mean, we we're trying to be a resource to everybody at all times. So, yeah, we're a lot of people reaching out uh, this last week need things to get done before the end of the year. So we're we're constantly busy. Um, if you uh, if you're one of those people and you um, you're sitting on a sizable amount of uh, liquid or investments and you you want some perspective and you want something that I found for myself, where can people find you, Mike? Well, they can come direct to the website moneymike.ca or or call me on the cell phone nine zero five three two zero six seven six two. Not during the show, <laughs> uh, but as I've always said, if you call the number, I'll pick it up. If I can't pick up the phone, I'll call you back. Yeah, that's uh, that's always been fascinating to me. It's, you know, if you want something done, give it to the busiest person in the room. That's the, ultimately what it comes down to. But give me two of your takeaways from the from 2022. Because- well, you're talking to a, a financial professional. So, of course, my, my takeaways tend to be in the finance world. Yeah. Uh, that's where, where I'm most comfortable and have a little bit of knowledge. Um, so, you know. The, the first thing, which is something that I, I've been aware of for a very long time and, you know, years like 2022 just helped to, to remind and reinforce that, that the stock market doesn't always go up. You know, this is a year where it went down. But what that means is opportunity is going to be presented in a year like that. Mm-hmm. Um, it's It's not a question of if. The markets will go down. It's always a question of when. when, yeah. And when it does, you have to be prepared to take advantage of it. But the the lesson that was reinforced for me this year is, you know, the old adage that you want to buy low and sell high. 
And it's always confusing to the financial industry of why people only invest money when the markets go up. And when the markets go down, they get too scared and they don't want to invest money. And and the reason for that, and I've spoken about it before, is liquidity. And the reason why the market is down is because the economy has gone down. The economy has gone down because we're going through a whole bunch of, of things that we haven't gone through in a long time. We're going through really high inflation. We're going through a period where the government's increasing interest rates, so everyone with debt is costing them more money. And the reason why people aren't investing money is not just because they're afraid of the stock market and afraid of putting money into something that could keep going down. It's because of liquidity, because of all those other things going on in the economy, they don't have the money to invest. And so there are few people who find themselves in a unique position Mm -hmm. that they have money available. And those are the people who are going to be able to take advantage of these opportunities and benefit from the decline so that when the recovery happens, they will make out like bandits. Yeah, especially with, uh, you know, and also that applies to real estate right now. You Big can time. get some deals in a half uh, when it comes to real estate if you've got the money to do so. Yeah, yeah. Right? But yeah, this is this is fascinating stuff from a, from a finance standpoint yeah. because the the beginning of the year was just crazy high, and then the end of the year has been disastrous for a lot of people. Yeah. Uh, but uh, that goes to tell you that you know this too shall pass. Yes. And there are nothing, you know, this whole, you know, overly simplistic adages that you hear all the time. There's a reason why they've been around for so long because they're true. Yeah. You know, nothing lasts forever, good or bad. So just hang on. Hang on. And you're going to get to see the other side of that coin. Yeah. But, uh, you know, in the financial markets is is um, I can imagine what you guys are seeing right now because I'm People with money, they must be just throwing money at you right now. Well, and and the reality is right now, because the economy and, and the markets are under stress, every single person out there is enduring financial stress. Yeah. My wealthiest clients, their portfolios from a percentage basis are not down anywhere near as bad as any of the other corrections I've gone through in 26 years. But, you know, it's happening at a time when they were at their all-time high. They had the most money invested from yep. a dollar perspective. They've probably lost more in this market decline than any other time. They're going through the same inflation that everybody else is going through. Their cost of living, everything else is going up. Everybody is under financial stress. So this is a time when people need to be taking stock of where they are, paying attention to their finances, tightening their belts a little bit. You know, we. this is part of the reason why we have all this inflation. We've been throwing money around as a society for way too long. And now the cost of everything's gone up and it, the costs, the price of goods will not come down until we stop throwing our money around. Well, um, there, are, there, are, there are factors that made us go down that road. I mean, when you print money and just mm. hand money out to, the, to yeah. the public, I mean, that's ultimately what's going to happen. Well, that plus have rock bottom interest rates for a decade beyond yeah. the time when it was necessary. When you make money cheap, then people feel free to take on heavy levels of debt because the cost is nothing. It's free money when yeah, interest rates are that low. I, I never really understood the notion that people 
would walk away if the interest rate on a car was not 0%, but then they would be upset if they didn't get 10% return on their investments. Those yeah. two things are directly related to each other. We, we don't like inflation, but we like the results of inflation. Our houses have gone through the roof. Their, their values have never been higher. We, all, we like the results of that. But, 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 <laughs> but is, is what usually happens. Yeah. Folks, the phone lines are open. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. This is an hour of reflection. We are talking about the takeaways from 2022. Uh, I also want to know anything about Christmas, your worst Christmas present, your favorite movie, your favorite song, your favorite Christmas carol, you name it. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. We are going to take a short break. The show is brought to you by Oakville Nissan in Oakville Infinity. And you know the drill. You know, before you buy a car, you need to come and see me. I'll make your life easier and better. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. Christmas will be green and bright. The sun to shine by day and all the stars at night. is a wise way to say Merry Christmas to you. Malikalikimaka is a thing to say on a bright Hawaii. My name is Sean Avery. I love getting under people's skin, but not as much as this guy. You're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. Hey, hey, what's up, Toronto? When the boogeyman goes to sleep, he checks under his bed for me. Ken Shamrock here, and you're listening to the Greg Carrasco Show. Hello, Toronto. Deck the halls with boughs of holly, fa la 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 la. Tis the season to be jolly, fa la 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 la. Done we now our gay apparel, fa la 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 la. Told the ancient Yuletide carol, fa la 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 la. You know my Christmas carols were on point, and then you bring this. What is happening, Jay? <laughs> you told me to pick. What, what's wrong with this? I, I just went with, you know, this is a Christmas carol. What is what does gay apparel means? Is what uh, is that what uh, Nick is wearing right now? Is like happy clothing? Yep. Is happy, that what happy clothing? That's right. So, happy outfits. Happy outfits. Outfits that make you feel good. Okay. Right. You don't, I, you don't I, like Nat King Cole? Uh, no, not really. Not really. Um, he's boring. <laughs> You've seen boring. Yeah, what do you answer? Yeah, you know? <laughs> he's boring. It's just boring. Okay, you know, but it's not as boring as this baseball conversation that you guys were having, you know, during the break. Can you just share Greg, how lame my co-hosts are here this morning talking Greg, about baseball? Greg, next season, we all need to take you to a baseball game. No, thank you. Yep. Thank you. Thank you. I will drive my own head over with my car. You know? have you been, you've been to a game before though right uh once and i regret it okay I, it, <laughs> Sorry, it's a lot of people they don't like baseball but they like going to the game you yeah. just go there to drink beer and eat peanuts yeah. i can do that at home you can yes you can yes so why go there it's fun to be with other people the atmosphere i can invite you know? other people to my place can you invite fifty thousand people I don't. I don't like that many people. I don't like. <laughs> but people you don't like being. Know, like, it was That's when true. I was at the, the the game two of the wild card series against Seattle. The crowd was electric. Like you can't recreate it was, that. It was the same thing when I uh, back in 2016 when I went to see the Jays against the Texas Rangers yeah. in the ALDS. It's electric. It was 
incredible. Like you the cannot atmosphere. recreate a crowd like that. Oh, seriously. Now, yeah, I mean, that's the thing, right? If you don't like sports, and I know, Greg, you, you don't really like sports, it can be a bit overwhelming being in a big crowd like that with people cheering and you're like, I don't care you know, what's going on. But if you're into the game, it's amazing. Um, that's great. <laughs> well said. So same Greg, Greg, to the point. Greg, you seem touched by by his Good speech. You. You know? Yeah, no, <laughs> no, no. Sorry, that was a terrible sale. Uh, <laughs> but all I can tell you is this, man. You do you. Don't let my uh, opinions change in any way the way that you live your life, man. Just go ahead and but, do it. But, there is one thing I can say, though. Yeah. Okay, there's one thing I can say. I'm a big fan of the original uh, Canadian anthem. Like, not the new uh, walk version that we have today. I'm a big fan of the original national anthem. Hockey Night in Canada? Um, Is that what you're talking about? No, no, no. The, the, actual, oh, the, the, actual, actual, the actual national, national anthem. anthem. Okay. And okay. Uh, I remember, I um, because from time to time I do speaking engagements, so I had a speaking engagement in Winnipeg, okay? And I went to a hockey game. Uh, I think that the Leafs were there against, oh, you know. The, 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 Jets. the Jets. Yeah, yeah against yeah. the Jets. And uh, they... They sang the national anthem in a way that you couldn't possibly be there and not be so deeply moved emotionally. Like you would cry to hear that many people singing in unison the national yep. anthem. Right. It was the most one of the most spectacular things that I had ever seen, but it had nothing to do with the sport. It had to do with people just, you know, singing a song together. It always just gets to me. I don't know why. Nice. You know, um, uh, you know, uh, what's his name? George Michael used to do that a lot in his concerts, just make people sing. Yeah. And there is something so beautiful about having tens of thousands of people, you know, singing the same lyrics at the same time in one place. Uh, it was, it's like a, it's like a romantic war cry, you know, the, the, the Vikings used to have that. Have you ever seen the Viking drums that they do sometimes no. at the beginning of uh, soccer games or rugby games? You need to see it, man. I love, we'll talk about this on on during the next uh, during the next break, but you know before we go any further, I want to know uh, Jacob a couple of takeaways for 2022. Okay, so this was I learned a lot this year. Like it was a pretty eventful year for me. I definitely learned a lot. But I the, the two things that I have down first, I didn't know how to word this one because I feel it's not that I was living in a foreign country, but. Uh, this was my first time in my life back in, in July when I went to Indonesia, literally the other side of the world. It was my first time ever leaving the house alone for an extended period of time because I went to university at home. I was at home. Like I went to sleepover camp growing up, but you're still sheltered there. So you don't really get to experience the real world. This was the first time really where I was just kind of on the other side of the world in a place where English wasn't the foreign language uh, by myself. And uh, I definitely learned a lot, especially because I got COVID within my first few days there. I had to, you know, learn how to get from place to place, uh, you know, speaking, communicating with people who don't speak English. It was a challenge, but it was something that I learned. And it was, uh, you know, a, a good takeaway for me knowing that, okay, I can go to another place of the universe and I can be okay by myself, which, you know, might not sound a lot to a lot of people, but to me, well, that's awesome. something no, I've never that's, done. That's great, man. I, I think that uh, we don't do that enough in Western societies. Just kick your kids out of the house. Just get them out. 
get them to see if they can fly on their own. So when the parents are not around, let's see if they can, you know, flap their little wings and uh, just get them going. Yeah, I've, um, I've still got some more to learn about how to handle a layover because I had some pretty brutal layovers. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I don't know if you can ever really. What look. is a layover? Oh, when you have to, you get off one flight and you have to wait yeah, for the next one. A connect, oh. connecting flight. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, okay, I had okay. one layover that was, it was 11 o'clock at night and my flight wasn't until, I think, 8 in the morning. It was in Abu Dhabi. And oh my, my God, because the whole airport was shut down. Like you couldn't get food anywhere yeah. and all everywhere. It was just people, families with like crying babies crying and you're just trying to find somewhere where you can go get some sleep and there's nowhere. Like I literally had to sleep on the floor. Yeah, that's, that's, great. that's not fun. That's an adventure. That's yeah. not fun. But no, you're I, mean, yeah, I, look an back, I look back at it. It yeah. was an adventure, but in the moment, oh my god, it was. It was. I was just like, "Where's my flight?" <laughs> I yeah. couldn't wait for the 14-hour flight home. Yeah, you know, so, some of the greatest experiences I had uh, being your age was when we would go on a road trip, mm-hmm. and you know, a good friend of mine, my buddy Ken, every time New Year's, he's like, "What are you doing?" I'm like, "I don't know. We got a week till school starts up." He's like, "You want to go to Atlantic City?" <laughs> I'm like, yes, I want to go to Atlantic City. I think that's on the Atlantic coast. I had no idea where it was. Or we'd be like, we're going to New Orleans. How do we get there? I think we start heading south. Once we cross the border, we'll figure it out. Cool. <laughs> you know, and just letting the letting it go where it takes you. And, and yeah. You know, two weeks ago, I called my buddy Kurt. And I said, Kurt, how do you feel about going to Mexico for 29 hours? He says, let's do it. So I bought the tickets and then he said to me, uh, so why are we going? Why not? And, and that it, night, would been, it would have been even funnier if, when you were already there. He, he would have been like, by the way, why are we here? You know? <laughs> and that night I remember just getting up in the middle of the night, trying to go into the bathroom and there he is sleeping on the floor. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was one of those 29 hours, but I love that guy, man. Oh, but I, I understand what you're yeah. saying. Some of the most amazing things that happened to us, they come unexpectedly, right? You know I, I had friends who took a road trip to Mexico Mexico. Yeah. They were there for 20 minutes. Really? Crossed over the border, went, yep, this is Mexico. Okay, let's back. go home. <laughs> the point was the road trip. It wasn't the destination. Yeah, that's that was the whole idea. Yeah. And uh, we, you know, I enjoyed spending time with this guy, you know, quite a bit. There's nothing better to get to know somebody than just getting stuck with him in a trip somewhere. Uh, you know, when my son and I went to Europe a few years back, we just we became different people when we were when we came back. We had an understanding now. Yeah. You know, he's he's not a boy anymore. He's a man. You know, and we're friends now. My role now is it's a supporting role in his life, not a you know leading actor. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But uh, you know, money. I'm just curious about you. What what were a couple of your takeaways from 2022? Plenty. Like yeah. Plenty. Yeah. Um, Give us a good one. When you choose uh, when you choose peace, it comes with goodbyes. That's that's a big one that I learned this year. Oh, okay. Uh, look at that. Deep. Yeah. That is deep. Wow. That look at that. Deep. Yeah, no, quite. There's just, just quite a lot, you know, just uh, keep your mind on your money, but don't just, you know, don't just put a value on everything. Some things, you know, um, some things that come easy are just not worth it. Interesting. All right, I don't yeah. like money on this show. Yeah. I don't like him on this show. 
<laughs> we're not, too much depth. Too much depth. depth. I'm sorry. Just we're, sim- really we're simple guys, and he's yeah. bringing the heat this morning. Oh, hey, you said get a little deep, so I was just in my little and this, zone. This is coming bit. from the guy who wanted me to play my dingling on this on the show. Hey, oh, you missed it. That was the best. It was the best. No, it was Can't not. Can't be deep all the yeah, time. Come on. You got to have a little bit of goofiness. Uh, you know what? I like that so much that I wrote it down here. So I'm going to give you credit for it. I don't know if it's your original thought, but uh, I will keep it. You know, when you choose peace, sometimes it comes with goodbyes. That's I mean, awesome. That's from, yeah, that's, that's great. Awesome. That's great. Hey, Greg's just going to have a, a quote framed in his room now, and yeah. it's going to be from Money Panu. Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> no, 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 no. That's not going to hold value. That's a really bad <laughs> NFT. I'll tell you that right now. That's not going to happen. <laughs> we don't have any witnesses right now that he said it first, right? Oh, okay. So, you know, <laughs> we can all, you know, what to say that good writers uh, write and brilliant writers steal. Yeah, <laughs> Isn't that what? Good, good writers borrow from there other writers. Great writers steal from them outright. <laughs> there you, know? you go. Yeah. But anyways, I, um, you know, I want to share a couple of things here with you all that, um, you know, hopefully we can we can use as a topic of conversation throughout the show. But these were some of my personal takeaways. And uh, one of them that uh, that came to mind is that relationships don't fail. They just end. You know, when a relationship ends, it doesn't mean that it failed. It's just that it reached the limit of where you could have taken it. And, you know, I think that respecting and loving people at the end of a relationship is just as important as of the effort that you put in to keep that relationship alive. And sometimes when you choose peace, guess what? It comes with goodbyes. Wow, look at that. Just perfectly tangled up into the, in, into the original thought there. I'm, I'm happy for you, money. <laughs> sometimes letting go takes just as much courage as to hanging on. You know, we hang on to things for far too long sometimes, mm-hmm. whether it's jobs, whether it's relationships, whether it's friendships that are falling apart. You know, you try really hard, you know, to keep hanging on to these things. And sometimes you just have to let go. Let go, release yourself from the weight that some of these things bring onto your life. And, uh, you know... I cannot, change is always scary. Hmm. It's always scary. We are, we are afraid of the, of the unknown. But I can tell you this, is that you know, more, more dis- terrible outcomes came out of indecision than making the wrong decision. So whatever it is, decide something. Decide it now and move on. It's like the you three know? L's in life. You what learn to live to let go, you know, just... That, uh, you know, I think that you've been reading too many philosophy books. No, on no, real, no, actually, <laughs> weird enough, like, I, that's not something that I didn't think about this or read a philosophy. I guess where I read that, Bed, Bath, and Beyond. <laughs> <laughs> that was a good one. Come on. <laughs> now, listen to this one. I, I discovered this year that I am 100% responsible for everything I do, but also for all that everyone does around me. Say that again. Okay. I am responsible for everything that I do, mm-hmm. but also for what everyone around me does, because whatever they do around you is either a reflection of you or you are allowing it to happen. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. I get what you mean. You're do you understand what I'm saying? Environment type That's right. Yeah. And also, you know, whatever we put out, we get it back. If you are not a nice person, get that, you make everyone around behave that way to you. Absolutely. Yeah. And uh, if you... You know, whatever you permit, you promote. Whatever you allow will continue. 
And if you allow the people around you to treat you a certain way, to behave a certain way, you are responsible for letting that happen. And you know, I can tell you this, the moment that I decided, now as a kid is different, but as an adult, that everything that happens is my fault, is the moment that I liberated myself from the fact that I could be considered a victim in my own world. Because if it's my fault, I can do something about it. Oh, you know, life is so hard. Yeah, so what are you going to do about it? It's not my fault. Okay, great. So you're just a victim. You have no power. Assuming responsibility for what you do is the number one step to empowering yourself to make a change. And I learned that very, very deeply this year. Diversify your portfolio. <laughs> That's my next one. Uh, if you have all your money on real estate and you are going through what's happening right now, you're seeing some tough, tough, tough things. You know, I'll tell you this. I put one of my properties up for sale about three months ago or something. And uh, because I, you know, I bought something else and I'm moving. So I, I put it up for sale. And, you know, you drop the price, you know, 50000 100000 200000 300000 There's no activity. It's like, okay, so was that property really worth what we thought it was worth? It was all funny money because things are only worth what people are willing to pay. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Do not dismay. I can tell you this. Don't dismay. So most likely I'm just going to rent this thing out and just keep it because it'll come back. We all know this. It will come back. And if you make a decision under duress, traditionally they turn into bad bad decisions. You cannot make a good decision under pressure. And it's not a good thing. Now, I know that uh, Mike is not going to like this one so much. No. Um, although money is an asset, okay, mm -hmm. its value uh, is determined by the government in many, many instances. Okay. Inflation, money's, money's worth less. Sure. The real asset are the people around you. You know, the ones that can come back and, and, and bail you out. The ones that will support you when the time comes. Those are the, those are the intangible. You know, nobody can take these people away. Why am I not going to like that statement? I uh, absolutely agree with that. Your I, network is your net worth. I was being facetious, Mike, oh, okay. simply because I was calling money down. But no, I think <laughs> that, you know, for a very long time, I, I lived a very, very alone life. And it was by design. I was always afraid that if I got close to somebody that... You know, they were going to leave or whatever. You know, you suffer all these kid, you know, childhood traumas. So I just, I kept just pushing forward and going forward and going and conquering and earning and, and progressing and succeeding and all these things. And then I look back and there was nobody around me. And then all of a sudden you, you, you say, okay. You know, and I, I shared this with you guys, you know, a little while ago when I bought the farm. Remember that I bought the farm up in, like, not, you know, the proverbial bought, bought the farm. The farm. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I bought a farm up in, uh, up in Georgina. I, I had a dream home. It was, my, it was my dream. Everything that I ever wanted was in that house. It was beautiful. It was a big chunk of land. I could even go and shoot my guns in the backyard if I wanted to. That's how big it was. And then I found myself alone with my dog thinking, what the hell did I just do? Because it was so far. My kids were not coming. You know, I was away from everyone that I care about. And at that point, I, I thought, yes, sir. Sorry to interrupt you, but at the same time, don't you think, like, like you said, that's something you've always wanted? Yeah. So 
Don't you think you kind of checked that off your bucket list, even though you're like, yeah, this isn't. No, 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 it wasn't that way. I think that the the realization that I came is that society sells you a dream. Mm -hmm. Society tells you what you think you should have. And that is what should make you happy. Like a big house, a nice car, a couple of motorcycles, you know, some good clothes, a piece of land. You think that you're on top of the world. You've arrived. Yeah, you've arrived. I made it. I mean, by, by, by general standards, this is it, man. You know, I, I was I was the man of my own kingdom, but I was alone. Mm-hmm. Nothing means anything unless there is someone to share it with. And Marcus, as much as I love that little, you know, <laughs> pain in the butt, it's not, you know, it doesn't bring full, ful- you, know, com- you know, fulfillment into that aspect. If you have no one to share it with, everything is worthless, people. Everything is worthless. And uh, I... Uh, but isn't that, isn't that a saying that somebody created? Be careful. You don't want to get... How, how does the saying be go? Careful be what careful you what you wish for. for yeah, that yeah, you yeah. might just get it. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. 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 Yeah, careful. You, know? you you may regret it. Yeah, careful what you wish for. You just might get it. Careful what you wish for. You may regret it. That's a Metallica. Uh, <laughs> there, <laughs> there you go. Bring when it, it all crashes down and you break your crown and you. <laughs> anyways, yeah. I can go on that way. So a little, a few more things that I that I learned, and uh, you know, we can continue with this. Um, if you open yourself up, if you open yourself up to people, just about everybody can amaze you if you give them a chance. I have met some of the most incredible people this year. And uh, it was all because I just stopped fighting and I thought, okay, I'm going to give myself a chance to give a chance to these people and let them become my friends. Like I was just so protective all the time. It's like, ah, no, I don't want people close to me to the point that I never felt close in a crowd. I always wanted to be in front of the crowd, whether it's having a radio show and speaking to, you know, 80,000 people or at a dealership conducting sales meeting or a speaking engagement outside of the group because I don't feel comfortable in the middle. Mm-hmm. And this year, I just decided to make some friends and they did not disappoint. I, I am so thankful that I have allowed myself to, you know, just share a little bit. Is Nick let, on that list? What's that? No. No, no. no, no. Just no of of course that. not. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Next one. Uh, actually, you know, why don't we take a break right now? Because we, we have to take one more break. Folks, uh, the phone lines are open still. 289-275-9600 is the phone number. You're listening to The Great Carrasco Show. And I'm sharing a few of the takeaways from 2022 on our Christmas special here, live from Saga 960 AM. We'll be right back. What's up, everybody? This is Randy Couture, and if I'm not beating people up, I'm listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Give it a listen. Take care. Darcy Tucker here, and if you're hearing the sound of my voice, it's too late to escape. You're listening to The Greg Carrasco Show. Oh, 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 
no. You had to, eh? You had to. I wish I could take an SOS pad to my brain and erase the last 35, 40 seconds. I was intentionally trying not to put, play that song today. <laughs> when I was oh, when no. I was looking for this song on YouTube, I found a... It's like a remix of this song where it's actually For Whom the Bell Tolls. Oh, yeah, I've seen it. It's terrible. Yeah. It's terrible. I was going to play it, but it's terrible. Don't, yeah, it's a terrible mashup. glad I didn't play it's them. a terrible mashup. We do have a, a caller. Um, just make it quick. Uh, somebody wants to... I don't have their name, but somebody wants to talk about the simple things in life. Uh, who do we have on the line? And uh, thank you for calling the Carrasco Show. Hey, good morning, guys. It's John. Hey, John. How are you? Uh, I know that... Sorry, when it when when it's asked like what you want to talk about, I kind of try to put a whole bunch of things in there. Oh yeah, but no I, problem. I wanted to emphasize that I, you know, I'm I just turned fifty one, and I'm realizing a lot of the things that you just mentioned that you would imagine someone our our age would know, and it's the simple things and and letting people in to to see if if you're compatible and if you can help each other out and develop a relationship, whether it's at work or or, uh, or an intimate relationship. And, uh, there's just so much noise out there that it, 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 it convinces us to think a certain way. And then you sort of realize it maybe when it's a little bit too late and you've lost some opportunities, uh, like a relationship or, or a job opportunity, and you just need to trust your instincts. Uh, you it know, really is that simple. It, it is that simple. And, you know, John, thank you so much for the phone call because we, we, we're going to sign off very soon. But uh, I a lot of the a lot of the things that I discovered this year had nothing to do with the complexity of uh, the understanding of my existential crisis for the last 10 years. And it had more to do with like me just, you know, setting my footing down on the ground, find a good place to balance myself and say, OK, I'm ready. Let's let's tackle this. And you, Mike and I were talking during the break. It's like the best time, the best way to know if you can trust somebody it's just that trust them you know you you word it differently though how do you know that somebody's you know somebody's trustworthy how, how will ever someone ever become trustworthy if you don't trust them you have to do it you have to do it you have to allow people to amaze you or disappoint you either we have another phone call no, we do we do who do we have on the line <clears throat> we have jim and jim wants to talk about whether or not it's a good idea to give money as a christmas gift jim thank you for calling the carrasco show what's on your mind this morning Jim. Hi, Greg. Hey, there? Jim. Yes, I'm here. Yeah, okay, Greg. Listen, uh, I was surprised that you were talking about giving money. I thought we had made it to uh, a time when we just send each other Bitcoin, right? <laughs> I, mean, I, was sure that, that, I thought that would be done. I just read that Bitcoin uh, widow. But, yeah, I'm surprised you don't do that. So, you know, you know, Greg, I've always been told, and I think you have the sum of this, that we try too hard. Right. My wife told me that a long time I was married to try too hard. And I think that's what happens at Christmas. We're trying too hard uh, to um, enjoy ourselves. Just, you know, and the thing is, it starts two months ahead of Christmas. Right. And the thing I hate, Greg, is I went out for a haircut uh, early in this week. And they ask, where are you having Christmas dinner? They know I'm single again, right? Why do people ask that? I'll guarantee you, after Christmas, they'll say, oh, how was your Christmas, right? And I'll say, quiet Christmas, right? But you know something, Greg, is what I do now at Christmas is go to a bar where I normally go. I, there's a few, right? And there's sports <laughs> bars and there's food. It's not just drinking. 
And so one of them was opening in Christmas. If I can make it down with the weather tomorrow, and people come down and they drop their guards at Christmas. And they really, you know, you get that sort of silence and silent night, right, uh, feeling. And it, it's nice. Jim, I wish you all the absolute best for 2023. And I hope that uh, you have an amazing Christmas in whatever bar you choose to spend your Christmas in. Uh, I'm sure that you will find somebody with similar interests that is doing the exact same thing that you're doing. So you don't have to be alone for Christmas, but uh, uh, you can always um, download the podcast and listen to me over Christmas night. You know? So I'll keep you, I'll keep you company. Uh, and, you know, some of my last takeaways, guys, the, these, this is, you can call it overly simplistic fine call it whatever you want this is an advice that I can tell everybody right now from the pulpit of the Carrasco temple don't wait do not wait whatever it is that you want to do with your life with your special one with your retirement with your savings with your business project with your employment situation do not wait because you know and for those of you that watch Yellowstone uh the the TV show Uh, yes, I'm going, I'm on season three, episode five, and Casey said yesterday, you must live your life as if there is no tomorrow because one day you'll be right. And we really don't know when that is. We regret far more things that we don't do than the ones that we actually do. Would you agree with us, David? 100%. Mike? Absolutely. General, general question for you guys. Yeah. Um, do you guys believe in that notion that your uh, last breath you get flashbacks of your life? Oh, that's, Ooh, a, that's deep. Oh. No, it's not that deep. Um, <laughs> no, like actually, do you believe in that? N n no. Yeah. No. No. <laughs> no. No. Um, no. Until given evidence otherwise, I, I think the only life we have is the one we're living right now. No, so I, I, know, I mean, like the last moment in your life yeah. here, do you get those? Fl like, How would you, you know? believe in that? Like, do you know? Do you believe in that? No, that, I don't. I don't. No. I, I think, I think uh, you know, I mean, it might sound very, uh, you know, simple, but. We can believe what we want to believe, but we're not going to know until we actually until, experience. Until we're, yeah, yeah, we're actually yeah, yeah. in that situation. I you know? think that what happens when you die, you go right back to the place where you were before you were born. And where was that? Nothingness. <laughs> <laughs> and if anybody tells you otherwise, if everybody talks to you about the afterlife and what are you going to do, they're lying to you because they there, don't know. They're there, literally lying to you. There are a lot of angry priests making calls right now. You know? uh, no, <laughs> they're, they're busy doing other things. Um, but <laughs> no, 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 I don't okay. believe in that sort of thing. No, no, no. And, you know, and I'm with Mike on this one until somebody, you know, presents me with evidence that uh, that is something that actually happens happens is just hearsay or just people well, people making things well, up. Well, when you think about it, the only people who know are people who have passed away. And mm -hmm. unfortunately, there's no way we can ask yeah, them. Yeah, no, absolutely. Yeah, but it's coming but with Neuralink. Yeah. Oh, is it's it? Coming. Okay, yeah. right, dope. Oh, my God. Neuralink. Where are we going? Where are we going? What is... We, <laughs> we deteriorated in the last three minutes of the show. Uh, advices, takeaways for me. Don't wait. Okay. The other one is that somebody that I was telling a caller earlier is that do not chase romantic partners. <laughs> don't force it, people. Don't even look for them. We you know when the time is right, you will know and it will happen. You know, if somebody needs to go, you need to just move on. 
Don't look back. It's usually something that we have a very tough time, especially guys. You know, if it's not what you want, literally just walk away. You just literally walk away. Your future self is going to thank you and you're going to look back and say, damn, I don't even know why I was doing that. Would you agree with this? Sure. Sure. Yeah. Too many people get stuck in, in their routine and don't think about changing things and how it could be better if they did. That's not necessarily a reflection on relationships, no, but that's I mean, in just gen- in, in general, the routine of your life. In general, yeah, yeah, for sure. The other thing is, you know, this is important, is that you know, there are too many people that sit there and plan, and they plan, and then they plan some more. And then after they're done planning, they readjust the plan. And uh, not many people <coughs> go out there and do do <laughs> literally if you 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 have a business idea you you want to change your career you want to you want to apply for a job you want to ask somebody out just go and do it you know the answer is always no until you ask the answer is always no until you ask and, go ahead and, yeah and at least you know if you ask you, you'll know the answer. You'll know the result. You know, I think it's worse, you know, like going through life and having regrets later on saying like, oh, I should have done this. I should have taken this chance. But at least, you know, sometimes it's going to be positive. Sometimes it's going to be negative. But at least if you try, then you have an answer. You should have, would have, could have, stay, should have, would have, could have. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, um, Mike, thank you so much for joining us. You know, three hours just went by, dude. I don't know where. I know. Gone. It's insane. Yeah. It's insane what happens when we just start talking. And uh, um, I, I, I want to, you know, thank you, Nick. You're amazing. Jacob, you're amazing. Money, thank you so much. You guys have thank made my us. life better this year. I think that this show is better than it has ever been. Uh, you know, I... We, there are so many things to be t- thankful for, and uh, uh, a lot of it has to do with the audience. I mean, thank you so much for listening to me every single Saturday. And now for this, this is the 13th year that we've been on air. And uh, a lot of the things that I do um, are because of you or because of the people that listen to the show. Um, I hope that um, as tough uh, as the last couple of years have been, that you take a moment to sit back and say, you know, you're still here. You're still here. You still have a chance. You have a chance to make a change. You have a chance to redirect, to re-engage. And, you know, why wait? Um, take this Christmas to call the people that you haven't spoken to in a while. Tell them that you love them. You never know if this is the last time. And I know it may sound a little sad, but uh, the reality is this, that nobody is stopping you from just giving love from ev- with everything you have. Why not start in Christmas? Let 2023 be the best year that you have had yet. And remember, it doesn't matter. What you're going through, this too shall pass. Folks, have an amazing, amazing Christmas. Merry Christmas to everybody listening to the show. And, um, you know, have the most amazing New Year. Um, I do have to tell you this, though, before you buy a car. You need to come and see me at Oakville Nissan Wynick. There's something happening here. At OakvilleNissan.com. Merry Christmas, everybody. Everything inside and out and love stream.
serving with you all. Autobots, roll out!